sounds drive. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Arena 51 podcast. My name is Julian Silva, and per usual, my guest, Cole Kerr. How are we doing, Cole? Your guest? Shit, I thought we were co-hosts at this point. God damn. Co-host? Cole yeah. Sorry about that. Yeah, no. We do have a guest today. First one in a while, Reese Lodetto. How are we doing? Other than Michael Nocera last week. Jules is off his game. My God. It's, it's, we're, we're not even a minute in. You fucked up twice. It's just tequila, dude. I'm drink, I can't drink on the job. Seriously. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that thing's not even an eighth of the way sipped, so. You know what, Cole? That's pretty embarrassing. I can't see you right now. You know what? We, we, let, you, we let you into our world over here with the camera, but Cole over here has his camera off. Must be hiding something over there. Uh, my camera doesn't work. I'm hiding absolutely nothing. I got to meet tomorrow, so definitely not sipping. I'll tell you that. Um, yep. All right. We're going to get it off. with one of the greatest sporting events of all time. Never mind what Cole says. It is the greatest sporting event of all time. Just had the World Cup draw. I love the World Cup. I'm not here to disrespect the World Cup. I'm here to disrespect soccer. Go ahead. Okay. See what I do with Cole? Reese? I'm Cole. Jules, get it together. Get it together. You have you have, that's a 10 minute, you have a 10 minute warning to figure it out. Figure it out. All right. I'm good. I'm ready. All right. We're gonna go over the groups. And obviously, there's something to laugh about here because the Italian national team. For the second time, missed out on the World Cup qualifying. We had Michael Nocera on here. He was talking his shit. He always talks his shit about Italy. And what happened? They haven't been in the World Cup since Barack Obama was president. Think about that. That's the last time they've been in the World Cup. That is embarrassing. Embarrassing. And who made it to the World Cup? This flag right here. Portugal, baby. They're in the World Cup. And we're going to go over the groups. So it's the USA, baby. Go America. Who, you, who would you rather see win, Jules? Don't lie to me. Don't lie. Hey, that's a that's an unanswerable question. Portugal, like, it is Portugal. Hard. I mean, like I won't get offended. It is it is Portugal. You can tell, because if it was if it was USA, he would just come straight out and say USA because it wouldn't be too big of a problem. But it's an unanswerable question. Oh, really? So it's Portugal. Cole, it's funny too. He finds USA. He's all in on USA now. But if they were 2014 and when they actually played each other in the group stage, it was like, all right, I'll, you know, cool USA. We're playing them, but that was like the only attention he gave them. It's because we have a better team now, so it's like. Because that Portugal team was good back then. That Portuguese team, too. Yeah, Reese, Reese, Portuguese team ever. Reese, Jules is what we like to call a, a clout chaser, a follower, yeah. a bandwagon. So yeah, that doesn't surprise me whatsoever. First of all, that Portugal team was trash. What do you US- think about that USA team at the time? Were they as exciting as now, though? They were, they were better than now. I think they would be the team now. From twenty from twenty fourteen. Dempsey in his prime. Jermaine Jones. Oh, don't get don't, don't get Reese going with Dempsey. He's gonna get a tear down his cheek. This team, this team I, there's no balls in this team. There really isn't. I I think that team had a, a way better coach. I'll give you that. That's true. This coach right now, Cole, is foolish, dude. And I think if, if that coach, Jurgen Klinsman, was the coach of this team now, I, I would I would bet a hundred dollars that we would make the uh, quarterfinal. Quarterfinal? Absolutely. You're ridiculous. What's, what's he clueless about? Well, what's his downfall? His subs. His tactics, um, the roster. It's his, it's his resume. It's his credibility. It's his attitude with certain players. Like this guy, he only coached in MLS, and I know, I know that you don't like that league, and so that's why I'm saying it because he's only ever coached in MLS. I mean, he was a decent player himself, but played mostly in MLS. And he has this problem where he like calls players in from MLS that it's like, okay, they're not terrible, but like, do they really belong in the team? 
Like, there's so many young prospects in Europe now. And not even that. Like, take John Burks, for example. He scored the game-winning goal against Ghana. He's been snubbed for, like, months now. Like, and he probably won't make the team. I said he's going to be. And he plays in Europe, the Bundesliga. Yeah, he'll be, like, for anyone who doesn't know soccer. He'll... What team is he on? He's on Wolfsburg oh. in, uh, in Germany. Which, I mean, they're a decent club. They're, yeah, yeah, I know, I know Wolfsburg. If I know of a team in Germany, they're pretty good. And I, I know Wolfsburg. Yeah. Mostly from FIFA, but. But so he's he's a little bit of a hypocrite because he said that the reason he wasn't calling John Brooks up was because of form. It's like, okay, well, if we look at form, he's called in players. Those players wait, John, wait, John Brooks isn't on the team? John Brooks is my yeah, guy. That's yeah, the only one I know. Yeah. Really, the center backs from the MLS, to be honest. Zimmerman. Mm-hmm. Who else was the other one? Miles Robinson. Okay. They're both played for the MLS. So John I mean, Brooks isn't, center- on, isn't on the team. Unless he, he makes his way back. Now. Yeah. And it's, it's How do you make your way back? I don't get that. What, what does that mean? Playing good and hope he gives you a call up. But that's what honest. I'm saying is he was he was told that he wasn't called in because of form, and yet um, there's some guys that have been called up to the national team that don't really even get minutes. They're just young and good. So it's like it's not really a, a good argument. What do you mean by form? Exactly. Like, like saying that he wasn't – What do you mean? Like form. Like if you're playing good, like how you're playing recently. Like if a hitter's getting hot, like a hitter getting hot, for example, or cold streak, hot or cold streak, basically. And, and form oh is- yeah, that was so obvious. That's what form means. That that was. How did I not know that? I that was, a, was that not an American thing too? American sports thing form. You've been in good form. I feel like that's an. Uh, that's been a little in, more softer. Yeah, they don't really say. You're on a hot streak. streak. You're playing hot well streak, recently. Wow, that's kind of weird. They do in football too. Oh, he's been great form. It was like it was like when uh, Joe Carrera, Joe Carrera, you go, unlucky. You know, you got that's an unlucky pass. Unlucky. Uh, that's very European. Unlucky. Lucky mate. But yeah. So you got the groups right there. All right, we're gonna get straight into it. So obviously the World Cup, it's actually in the winter this year, which is like the first time in my lifetime it's ever been in the winter. I think most people's lifetime. But uh, Qatar is a host nation, so they're in Group One, which follows by Ecuador. Senegal and the Netherlands. I think this group is going to be an absolute shit show. I think the Netherlands run away with the group. What do you think? Um, yeah, I do too. I mean, Dyke, dude. And, and you'll always get one group like that, a runaway, especially based on who the host country is. Like, no disrespect to um, Qatar, Qatar, however you say it. But no, how you, you know, like they, let's, let's be fuck? real. If, if they weren't a host country, you'd never in a million years actually see them in a World Cup. Um, I think Ecuador maybe have a chance, but Senegal, like, keep an eye on them. I couldn't keep actually on name them. one player from Qatar. Yeah, right. me neither. I couldn't name one player. Keep an eye on, on I Senegal. heard that. I heard that the second place finisher in our group has to play the first place finisher in that group. So if the U.S. I know we're skipping ahead a little bit here, but if the U.S. finishes second to England, then we have to play Netherlands first round most likely because Netherlands is probably going to run away with that. Is that true? Yeah, but I'm not really scared of the Netherlands. They didn't even qualify for the, the last World Cup or the Euro. I mean, they're a young team. I mean, but that, that defense, dude, Van Dyke, DeLay, center backs. Where's Van Persie nowadays? Robin. Percy, he's, he's, he's washed up. They got Robin, a, too? The pie, they got the pie. Oh, Frankie de Jong they in the middle. Team. They, got, they got that. Oh, yeah, we, like, we definitely shouldn't be scared of them. Best defender in the world. Um, no, but you know what I'm talking about, Robin? Robin? Robin Bakke is pretty good. Is he got that dude from Spurs? Is Van Dyke still the best defender in the oh, world? Uh, the baby, Stephen yeah. Berline. Van Dyke's up there probably. They, they have this good player. He looks like the baby. That's what I call him. Plays for Spurs. Yeah. Stephen he's, he's all right. Who? But uh, the baby. I think. Yeah, 
I think it's Netherlands, Senegal, dude. To be honest, Senegal is Sadio Mane. Everybody knows who Mane is. But hey, you know who? You know who will love this? And I know he's listening. Dibs. Dibs was breaking down this this uh, group stage for me earlier too. He his picks for this group were also Netherlands and Senegal. Yeah, I think Netherlands, Senegal. I mean, Ecuador is pretty good too, but I really don't see him taking Senegal. But I think Qatar goes over three though. Seriously, guitar. What is, there's an instrument playing in the World Cup. Qatar. Apparently, Qatar. it's pronounced Qatar. It's not pronounced Qatar. They probably pronounce not, it Qatar. Probably like the native language, yeah, the native tongue. And I want to say it's it's like smaller than the state of Connecticut, that whole country, and and more people live in Boston or something like that. But the state is beautiful. <laughs> the stadiums do look crazy, which is also isn't it? Fun isn't it in? Yeah. Isn't it in Qatar? What? Isn't it in Qatar? What? The World Cup? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. why it has to be. That's played. why. Dude, it that's, has to be so you have to be in if you're hosting, right? Yeah. They should have well, put, like, put it in Italy this year. <laughs> well, let, let me put it this way, too. So USA qualified. Now, technically, I saw this post, and I I, I thought I misread it right at first. And it said, um, our final qualifying game till 2030. I'm like, holy shit, I'll be 2030. 2030. Because 2027. No, t- because 2026 is the joint one with Mexico, Canada, yeah. and us. We won't. We don't have to play qualifying games. Right? I know, but when they start qualifying, like the year after for the next one, 2030, dude. Oh, oh well, yeah, for that cycle, but it's like yeah, but like 2027. Yeah, that's what they meant. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's why I was a little confused. That's actually nuts, though. They will not play a qualifying game till 2027. That's nuts. Why? Because we're hosting the next one. Yeah. yeah. So there's gonna be three teams that get. Where's in. it gonna be? So, like, Los Angeles. Probably we were we were debating. It's narrowed down cities. Gillette's supposed to get some games. Shut up. Uh, where else? Kansas Dude, City. Are we going if Gillette gets a game? Of course. Me and Reese already talked about it. We're going right. The tickets yeah, are probably dumb expensive though. I don't know. For a group they'd be, they'd be stupid. It depends on the teams that play though. I would. I would go to any game though. I highly, highly doubt that they put the USA there though. Oh yeah, USA's not playing. They there, just yeah. they like certain areas. But uh, I'll take any other teams. All right, speaking of USA, we're going to move on to Group B. And this right here is the craziest group I've ever seen in my life, seriously. England, Iran, USA, and either Wales, Scotland, or Ukraine. Just think about that in, like, a politics perspective. USA, Iran, like, they hate each other. You, we all know about England, USA. And say if it's Wales or Scotland, Scotland or, hates or England. Or Ukraine, though, right? Yeah, or Ukraine. Prayers up, everything going on in Ukraine. But, like, that's that's one thing they're sleeping on. If Ukraine gets in, I mean, they – didn't they do like pretty well in the Euros this past summer? If Ukraine gets fight. in after everything that they've been through the past exactly. however many months, watch it. They're winning the World Cup. The amount of momentum that they're building, oh my God, watch out. I'm throwing all my money on them because it's, uh, it's not going to be an easy group by any means. Uh, they'd be heavy underdogs. They're winning the group. Ukraine's winning the group. That's my bet. That's, that's my, lock of, that's my UFO lock of the week. Ukraine wins the group stage. I think we should beat. Iran, but you know, Iran also, I feel like they'd be, uh, there's how yeah, like maybe they could, you know, play really defensive. I, I know they made the 2014 World Cup and they kind of held their own for a little bit. They tied yeah, Portugal, yeah, 2018. Yeah, exactly. So, and England, I think it's me. I think USA is gonna batter England. I'm not even kidding. I don't, I think we beat England. Seriously, we tied them in, uh, I seriously think we tied them in the group stage game in 2010. I remember Dempsey scored that game. We just have something on England ever since the Revolutionary War. We have something against England. 
You beat them in 1950. I don't, I, I don't like when USA are favorites in a, in a group stage game. You know what I mean? Like, that's the where I get a little worried, to be honest. You don't like when they're favorited? Yeah, like, history is proven. I mean, you just yeah. rather have them be trash and an underdog in every game they play? Well, no, like, you know, when we meet that, that group of death, for example, no one believed, even the former USA players that now work for ESPNFC, like uh, Alexi Lawless and all them, they were saying, well, I love these guys. They're sitting right in front of me. I don't think they'll get out the group stage. That was his response when someone asked him that. And, you know, we ended up. What was the group of death? I, I'm, I'm not a very. So in 2014, we had Germany, Portugal, and Ghana. Ghana. And Ghana had eliminated us from the previous one. And obviously Germany was Germany and then Portugal was Portugal. And we ended up tying Portugal, beating Ghana. And then we just lost like 1-0 to Germany. So did we, we make it out of the group? Yeah. On goal difference. Yeah, Portugal didn't. Ha ha ha! Yeah, Portugal so doesn't play good against the USA. The, the USA beat us in 20, 2002, I think. Too. Yeah, we also knocked them out. Uh, That's twenty years ago. The quarterfinal. We don't play good Landon against Brandon Donovan. I think he had a brace that game. Soccer, that. soccer people that follow soccer look way too much into history, bro. You think I give a fuck what USA did against England in nineteen fifty, bro? That was seventy-two fucking years ago. Who cares about in, history? In 20, it's about 20, what you do to me right 20. now. It's about what you do to me right now. I don't care what you World did Cup a week ago. Show up on that pitch on that day. How about that? That's true, but it's also a tournament that's played every four years, so that's why we're kind of like giving yeah. a little context. Yeah. And also, Christian Paul says... Nah, I, I, I appreciate the context. I'm just saying, I'm not scared of it. Like, if I'm Portugal, I want to be like, oh, we play bad against USA all the time. Okay. And those were oh, completely right, different teams. You're definitely right there because four years does make a huge difference in terms of players like that are called up or retired or whatever. Who's, who's Is there one USA player from that 2014 team? Oh, it would be John Brooks. Yeah, bring him nobody, back. Right? Bring him back. That's actually crazy, dude. Think about just, that. Complete no, roster change. Probably my most yeah. memorable Team USA moment that I can even think of was when John Brooks scored that header. Don't know. It was not. I don't know. Good. I don't know what tournament that was. Was that the World Cup? Yep, 2014. I don't know who they were playing. I don't know what the score was. I just remember John Brooks scored that header. That's all I remember. Just think about this, though. Do we even know? They were playing Ghana. Uh. Think about this. The game is on November 25th, right? That's the day after Thanksgiving. So we have a full day of football, Thanksgiving. Then the next day, it's USA versus England. Then that weekend is a uh, Happy birthday, Jules. In college, college football. Thank you, Cole. Listen to that, Cole. College football on the weekend, Thanksgiving football on Thursday, and England-USA on Friday. That's heaven right there, everybody. Sports heaven. Uh, I just, All right, I let's love, get down the I, I love Thanksgiving football games. Not to get off track here, but shit. Who's getting out? England, USA, or what? Yep. I think USA tops the group, England second. Same. Wow. <laughs> I don't think USA will win the group, but I certainly Come on. Dude, Christian Postage knows all these players. That's what I'm saying. He plays Reece, show some optimism like here, buddy. Let's see a smile I'll, or something. I'll, I'll Come show on. a lot of optimism for those players in that squad, but I won't show a lot of optimism is for that coach. Right, bro, remember the name. If Pulisic scores against England and England loses, I'm he telling you right now, he'll have to, he'll have to change leagues, dude. He'll have to change leagues. You saw with Suarez, you were when he when he uh when he scored against uh England to knock him out 2014. He had to move clubs. He went to Barcelona. Yeah. Because he would get that, that much shit in the league. I'm telling you, Remember Christian. Yeah, he bit someone too. That was that year, but then he, oh yeah, that was a game too. He bit yeah, somebody. I watched that one live. That shit was crazy. Yeah, but Eng- Suarez scored against England and knocked him out, right? So basically, if Christian Pulisic does this again, I'm telling you right now, he's gonna have to change leagues. Maybe go to Spain, maybe go to somewhere else. But 
There's no way he can go back to the He's Premier the greatest to ever, like, obviously he has to finish his career and stuff, but I mean, it's, it's pretty Who's obvious. Who's the greatest ever? Uh, Pulisic. Like, it's pretty obvious that there's never been an American as talented as him. Really? That's what I, that's People opinion. are that high on him already? I, I don't, I mean, I can't really, like. LeBron James in soccer. That's what I, I, I can't stand on a leg here. I mean, I don't, I don't watch enough soccer, not even nearly as much soccer as you guys, but more than Donovan, more than Dempsey, more than Howard. Oh, yeah. I know Howard was a goaltender, but icon, U.S. U.S. soccer icon. Yeah, Tim Howard. I don't know, dude. Talent-wise, this kid's unreal, dude. From Hershey, Pennsylvania. How old is he? He's 23 now. He's that young. I mean, he's, he's so only young. two years older than me. Fuck. That he's shit makes sure. me so depressed. <laughs> Zion Williamson is fucking two months older than me. That's depressing. Pulisic, two years older than me. That's crazy. All right, so you, you got England, USA? Yeah. In that order? All right, we're moving. I got, I got Jules. Me and you got it USA. It depends England, right? on what that team that makes, though. Like I said, if it's like Scotland or Wales, I mean, that's not going to be easy. And then Ukraine, too. Wales be wouldn't close. be easy. Gareth Bale, dude. We're you see that free kick he scored the other day? Yeah, I, I think we could take him. Is it's Wales Scotland. good outside of Gareth Bale, though? I mean, they have a couple of guys. Daniel guys. James. Really, that's it. It's just like, you know. It's like it's it's tough because the great Great Britain is basically yeah. separating into four countries. So like all talent mostly. And in even England. if they don't have studs, it's like most of their players. Is Harry Kane the best player in England? Yes. Probably, yeah. That England team stacked yeah, though. Yeah. I gotta say it. Jude yeah, Bellingham. Like that dude's unreal. Yeah. Phil Foden, dude. Young and talented. It's obviously Sterling. I mean, they went to it's basically like they went to the semifinal of the last World Cup and they went to the final of the Euro Cup. They're really on a roll right now. But it comes to an end when they face USA. I'm telling you. All right, we're moving to Group C. Some people might say this is a group with the goat, the fake goat, but uh, Argentina, Saudi Arabia. You know it's Mexico. the real goat. You just know you can't say it, and that's fine. We're not, start. we're not starting this. You're, Argentina, you're right, Saudi Arabia, Mexico, and Poland. Can I go first? Can I go first? As someone who has yeah. no knowledge. Yep. I'm going to say. I'm gonna say Argentina and Mexico, or is Mexico not the right pick? That's that's solid. That's solid. You know, Poland. Poland I, I know Poland. Poland is so in, so inconsistent, dude. They made uh, is not Chicharito still in Mexico? No, he's no. not. He's dead. Mexico sucks, dude. Does Chicharito play in MLS? Yeah, he does. He plays for LA. Galaxy. I think he's like a top scorer right now, right? They all yeah. go to Galaxy, Probably. man. He's old though, but I I see Mexico getting by. To be honest. I Over think, Poland? I think they, uh, yeah, they usually can do pretty well in Hey, Reese, so, let's, let's go. Yeah, I got to give it to them. You know, there are bitter rivals, but I, I think Mexico will get out. You always like – I kind of root for the CONCACAF teams in the World Cup, to be honest. Like, if they beat a European team, it depends. it's always, like, good for USA, technically. It, yeah, it makes the region look good. Look yeah, good exactly. For North America, for sure. But I got Argentina, Poland. I think Lewandowski is, is his final World Cup. I think he wants to go out, at least get out of the group stage. I'd love to see Books on that team. Though. I don't know. Actually, That's true. I, 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 feel, I, feel like, I feel like Poland probably will make it through. I forgot Lewandowski was on Poland. I mean, that that yeah. alone. He's probably the second best player in that group. No? Definitely. Definitely. Maybe first right now, to be honest. Right now? Lewandowski's unreal right now. Right now. I'm Hasn't Lewandowski been better. on like an unreal tear like for like three, four years? Oh, yeah. Oh, dude, man, he just dude. doesn't stop scoring. He's, he's a goal machine. He's a freak. A drink two already, Jules. We're getting right into it. You're, you're going to be slurring your words by the time we get to the conspiracy theory. 
I know we're, I'm drinking tequila. I'm gonna put Mexico in third. It's a crime. It really is I'm a crime. My <laughs> it's a crime. No, nah, we're gonna. I think Mexico comes in third. This is just a shit Mexico team. To be honest, this is a good Mexican team. It's not. USA owns them right now. Seriously, oh, four games in a row. Oh, we beat them. Oh, uh, we did. We tied them and we beat them, but somehow they still ended up second in that qualifying. Yeah, it's bullshit. It, wasn't it Mexico Which, who we beat in that like weird? Cup thing that was like this summer. Yeah, Remember yeah, we yeah, won yeah. like PK twice. Yeah, twice. And I can't even. Ex- I still to this day don't know what that tournament was for. But hey, awesome game. <laughs> and what was that like? Me- was that like our like Team USA like World Cup team like starters like players that are going to be playing for the World Cup were in yeah. that tournament? Yeah, I, uh, I would say maybe as close. One as- time we put the backups in there, right? Remember? Yeah, yeah. Well, Zach Stefan was injured that game, so the backup goalie. But here's the thing: another problem with this coach that I find a little frustrating, Cole, is uh, I'd like to see him have, like, a little smaller player pool. What I mean by that is oftentimes during these World Cup qualifiers – It's a different team every time. It's a different – it's a different 22 players every single time. And it's just like, all right, dude, there's what – there's – A couple months. You know, yeah, I mean, I, I don't even know how many days until the World Cup. It's like you kind of shouldn't be calling people up who've only played one or two games and give me like – Putting guys who've already gotten their feet wet that you know you can trust that are informed, like John Brooks, for example. If you have a good team, dude, most teams are united. They've been playing together for a while. And, like, when the USA goes to, like, when they picks a final squad and they go to the preseason games, it's probably going to be their first time, like, a full squad playing together. You think so? To be honest. Like, yeah, I mean, the first time they're starting together, like, everybody healthy. If they're healthy, knock on wood. That but, goalie battle is going to go down to the wire. But, uh, and listen to this, cool. So, the World Cup, since it's in the beginning of – it's, like, in the middle of, like, the seasons now because it's in the winter. They only have one week to get ready. So, can they even play a preseason game before? I don't yeah, think so. Yeah, that's going to be interesting to see how that So, basically, they're just going right into it, dude, right from their clubs. Yeah. They're training for so, a week, and they're going right into it. So, we already know what the groups are for the World Cup, but it doesn't start until, like, November? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's Should wild. Been the summer, but it's just too hot there to play in the summer. It is too hot. That's why. All right, we're gonna we're gonna move to Group D, and again, France gets this is, France always gets to walk through Group D. That's if they need it. They don't need it. Exactly. They get Tunisia, and who's this? The international is that a New Zealand or somebody else? Right? New Zealand and uh, Australia or some Australia, New Zealand, or whatever, whatever it is. But it's a France, Denmark, Tunisia, France and Denmark for sure. This is a lock. France, yeah, and Denmark. France, Denmark. Denmark. Move on. Group move on. Is a joke. We're not even talking yeah. about this group. Next France one, gets yeah. a fucking layup. Dude. <laughs> Next one. Really Next one. This one's interesting. Spain, Germany, Japan. What was that team that Mike? And another international. <laughs> yo, player. yo. I saw, <laughs> I saw a meme that you would like, Jules, about this group today, actually. And it was like, uh, it was like, never ask a woman her age. Never ask a man his salary. And what group is this group E? Yeah. Never asked Group E what they were doing between the years of 1930 and 1945. And Germany, Japan. <laughs> <laughs> and, and apparently Spain was in contention back then, too. There was like a civil war or something. So I just, I know, I know we like to shit on Mike for always uh, those Italians <laughs> joining the, uh, the, the Germans and the Japanese. Yeah, that's funny. Though. I got, I mean, I got Spain and Germany. Costa Rica? I know. Yeah, yeah. Costa no, Rica, no, right? no, 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 no. This is New Zealand. Yeah. One of them is Costa Rica. The, I'm pretty certain. Peru, Peru, Peru. No, yeah, I'm pretty sure the group Peru. that Costa Rica could get in is the one with Belgium. That's all I know about that one. Wait a second. There's another one? No. The one that Belgium's in. That one's set already. Oh, it is. This one? Yeah. This one has Peru. Which one has Peru in it? 
Could have Peru. All right. It's either <laughs> Peru, New Zealand, or fucking Costa Rica, which is – it doesn't matter who the fuck Wait, it is. Germany and Germany Spain, Spain are in that group? Yeah. Oh, man, but this is not the Germany – everybody's hyping up the Germany team. But, but who wins the group? Bad. Who wins the group? Spain. Not even close. Who's, uh, who's I, I, good on Spain I, still? I'd say Spain. They got a lot of good players. They got a lot of good players. You think Ramos will start for that team? Wow, that's mm-hmm. a real specific player. A lot of good players. Can you give me I, two? Pedri, Barcelona. They got uh, Torres. From uh, who did you play for? Barcelona, yeah. Fernando, Fernando, no, not no, Fernando. Uh, Fernando Torres should be my guy, bro. That Liverpool blood. Carvalho Hall, yeah, he's retired now. Is he? How for how long? Uh, probably a couple of years now. He got like really big though. Like he's like a bodybuilder now. It's weird. But good Damn, player. good for him. Too. So, Spain, so, so Germany is like not like a powerhouse anymore. I mean, obviously they're Germany, but they're not like old like World Cup contention Germany. I don't think they go they go far. I mean, they still got Sane, Timo Werner, Kimmich. Sane's Dracula. German? Yeah. Thomas Mueller. Uh, no, yeah, Sane, the dude with the afro. I know who you're thinking oh, of. You're thinking oh, of, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking yeah. of. Sadio Mana. Yeah, thinking of Sadio. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's a beast. But uh, I don't think this is a Germany team that, that really strikes fear in anybody anymore, to be honest. Like back in the day, like Germ- playing Germany, I was like, "Oh fuck this, they're a they, machine." But they still got some of those, you know, grizzled. Could guys. USA beat Germany, Jules? I think they beat in the game. No more Tony Cruz. He retired from the national team. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. That was a That's big loss, huge. dude. That's huge. Man. Tony Cruz needs to control that midfield. Hey, but they do stuff like that. You remember they won in 2014? I mean, Philip Lom retired, and he was still kind of like at the peak of his powers, like 30. So they do retire a little early. I know. Schweinsteiger as well. I got Spain. Even I think Japan makes some noise. And if it's if it's Peru, I think they make some noise in that group. I think it's a tough group. Put, but, one, uh, of those, put one of those teams in with uh with France. Come on. Yeah, God I feel. Damn. I mean, I feel a little bad for Japan almost because they got two freaking heavy. How do they decide the groups out of a hat? That is a good question. It man. is uh basically <laughs> balls and like a fucking thing. But uh, it's based. It's like the NBA lottery. You get put in pots. Yeah, basically. But you get put in pots by like your uh. Your ranking, your FIFA ranking, so like, so like they don't get like most of the good teams in one pot. So pot one had like Portugal, Spain, Belgium, Brazil, uh, Argentina, France. So like they couldn't get grouped together. But Germany was in pot two, so they and they picked two from each pot for the groups. They picked one from each spot. Pot uh, one, pot two, pot three, pot four. Oh, there's four pots. Right. That's kind of cool. Yeah, but we're gonna move Damn, on. To I gotta start group. getting into soccer. Just kidding. You have to. Next group is very interesting. Belgium, Canada, Morocco, and Croatia. I'm going to go out on a limb here. Yeah. I got Canada getting out. I really do. My but World Cup champion is in this group. Belgium? You, Cole picks Belgium every tournament. He really does. <laughs> he does. I swear. I, I, I actually do. This, yeah, like, this is like the third World Cup in a row, and like I picked the past like four Euros. I picked Belgium and won it all. Well, hey, man, that's a, that's a hot take to say that. Croatia wouldn't get out of the group stage, but at the same time, that's a testament to like this Canadian team. I know this Cole, Canadian you, team's good. Cole, Cole. I, I just, seriously. For the right, so like, it's I that know Belgian team. One day that Canada beat USA, and that's another reason why I don't like Greg is because he's he was making excuses like that's the best we've ever. We dominated the game even though we lost two zero. Like you can't be saying stuff like that. But that being they said, they lost two zero, right and he said they dominated the game. They, yeah. they did dominate. I mean, no, I it's it's certainly possible to dominate a game and lose in soccer. That's one of the aggravating parts about soccer and hockey is that you can dominate and lose. But 
the fans don't want to fucking hear that you dominated the game after you lost two nothing. Thank you. We want titles, not excuses here. And uh, but no, this Canada team, cool. They're they're going through a golden generation right now. We got a couple of players, dude. Like you know, Alfonso Davies. He's a left back for Bayern Munich. I isn't mean, that guy? Isn't like, that guy from the Revs? Uh, Canadian. Yeah, Tejan Buchanan. Tejan Buchanan. Yeah. yeah, he's like he's balling right now. He's balling out right now. They have a striker yeah. named Jonathan Davis. He plays for Lille in France. He's like a lot of. Good I think players. he's like a top three top scorer right now in the French league. They got and that then, guy who plays for Porto, right? Yeah, this guy plays for Porto. He's center mid. Uh, Steven. Stukiu. Steven. <laughs> Something. It's his a weird name. But his they also first got... name is Steven, but then his last Ooh. name is whatever the fuck you just said. It's, it's kind of hard to pronounce. I think he's Portuguese slash French Canadian. Yeah, he, bullshit he didn't like have a... Yeah, Stefan Stokakio. There's a lot of Portuguese people in Canada, actually, low-key. I think my, no, a lot cool, of Portuguese people in yeah. Cumberland, Rhode Island, too. Sure. Cole, speaking of soccer terms, this is one thing that you'll hear there. It's golden generation. When we say golden generation, we're not saying that they're going to, like, win the World Cup. But I know what that is. It's like, it's like their best their best team, their best generation. Their best I, generation. I've heard that this is, like, the last year for, for Belgium's golden generation, right? Yeah. They're yeah. all kind of old. And it's, like, a lot of times, too, you'll hear it for teams that aren't, like, like Spain and Germany, for example, even if they have, like, their golden, golden generation, they're still always going to be, like, heavyweights that have a good enough team. They're the same with France. France especially now, but but, I but you look at Croatia, but you look at teams like like USA and Canada. I hope they perform well because this is their golden generation. I personally think that this is USA's best team right now. Likewise with Canada, so I think Canada got so, fucked to be honest. And, that's and a tough Belgium, they, that's their reward. I mean, Belgium, Belgium Croatia, and Morocco. Morocco's not even that bad either. They have dude from uh, Chelsea, Zayek. He's nice. Yeah, they Belgium's got what Lukaku. They got. De Bruyne, Baku, they got De Bruyne, they got the so, Hazards. And the, yeah, got, so so these are Kellyman, all five, four or five of those guys. That's probably their – I mean, other than Hazard's younger brother, it's probably their last World Cup, right? Uh, I mean, yeah, do you see De Bruyne uh, playing in another World Cup or no? I don't know. I don't, Look at Ronaldo, dude. How old yeah, is, it depends. Ancient. Yeah, but Ronaldo's one of the one Cup. of the top this is a, five this players is of all fifth time. World Cup, dude. Five World Cups. Think about that. That's twenty years, dude. Who, Ronaldo? Yeah, but yeah, he's one of the greatest three players of all time. That's what no, happens. But... It's called longevity. That's what that's what makes him so good. All right, let's get to the business. Belgium. Who do we got out? I got Belgium and Canada. Dude, do I put him on Croatia though? I don't. I don't know enough about Canada to pick Canada. I know Croatia Canada. made it to the World that's Cup final. Tough, I'm picking Croatia. That's a, that's a dog fight of a group, dude. I think on the last that's fucking match. Like death, death. I don't even know. That's a group of death right there. Like Morocco. I think Morocco. It can't be the group of death Canada. if there's one bad team, though. No, Morocco's not even that bad, Cole. They're not that bad. Give me, they, give me they one have player on Morocco. Uh, well, I, I Who's that center back, dude? Fuck, what's his name? Oh, Mehdi Benatia. Yeah, they have him. He's, he's done, though. He's, he's old now. He's yeah, relevant, but... Who else did they got? Who's in the next group? Who you, you didn't even say who we got going out, guy. Canada and Belgium. That's, that's awesome. You too? But yeah. Let's go. Croatia. Good. See you later, dude. CONCACAF is not got, now European. Team. I can't wait for me to be the only one that picked Croatia and be right. That's crazy. The guy that doesn't watch soccer is going to be the only one that gets that group right. We do have it on record. Group G. Another wait, wait, wait. You, got, you guys want you guys want Luke's input? Luke, we got, we got Belgium, Croatia, Morocco, and Canada in the group. What two teams make it out? Belgium and Croatia. You heard it here first. Me and Luca, the two geniuses. It's nonsense. Wow. They, pick, they pick Belgium and Canada. Canada's gonna make a run, dude. Canada's <laughs> gonna make a run. 
Do you know who played on Croatia? Maple Leafs. Yeah, well, Modric. Right? Modric is still on that team, right? This is his last World Cup. Probably the last World Cup for the – that's a golden generation too. Perisic, Kovacic, Modric. They do have a lot of good players. But uh, I think Canada gets it done. Too good. I think think Buchanan fucking tears them apart. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like this is a Canada fan. I actually cannot wait to see Canada. Well, I'll say this. I think that Canada does have the best player in North America right now in Alfonso yeah. Davies. He won a Champions League at 19 years old. He was converted from a left a left midfielder. To he's better than Pulisic, you know, dude. I mean, he's, he's good. He's, he's that good. He's a good player. He's, he's better player. than Pulisic. He plays for Canada. They both be. have Champions League, so that's that's tough. You know, how many Mexican players right now have Champions League <laughs> under their belt? Serious. Sure, from Mexico now. Yeah, a little bit. So. Taking shots at Mexico. All right, next group. All right, Group G. Brazil, Serbia, Switzerland, Cameroon. Brazil and Switzerland. The team I've ever seen. Brazil goes three for three, three wins, nine points, runs away with it. But Switzerland. Serbia. I got Serbia as well. But Switzerland, man, like, didn't they beat France? They knocked them out of the Euro. Yeah. So they beat France. Remember that, Cole? Did you, you saw that I game, got right? Sw- is Switzerland the, the one with the – do they have the team with the guy who almost died on the, on the pitch? That's Denmark. Denmark, fuck. All right. Either way, I still got Switzerland. It don't matter. I mean, who was it dude, that almost died? Ericsson? Yeah. 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 Cole, they have a player on Serbia. His name is Mitrovic, right? Listen, listen to these stats, bro. Listen to these stats. He starts 35 games, right? In, in the league right now. 35 goals, seven assists, bro. Who's this? Do you hear that? This is the striker from Serbia, bro. His name is Alexander Mitrovic. 35 games played. Started all 35, 35 goals, seven assists. It's the second best league in England. That's pretty. Think about that. Think about how stupid that is, dude. It's a goal per game. And then seven assists. He's six. He's a beast. He knocked out seven assists. Isn't like the craziest thing I've ever heard, but the 35 goals is pretty cool. Isn't that insane? I I think the Serbian team's so talented. I think they they make a run. Damn, that's crazy. I I can't wait for them to lose to Switzerland. You think so? Yeah. I think they tie Brazil, dude. It's going to be really embarrassing if I have a like a well, better – if I pick I better teams than you guys do. What? Why? Uh, I don't really trust Serbia and Cameroon in the big stage. I don't know. I just feel like something about their team. Dude, something about the African teams, dude. They, they, they can't win anything. Some an them, African team has never won the World like, Cup. Think about yeah, that. but I feel like there's always an African team that makes a run. Like, like Ghana. You know, Why do you think they can't put it together? Uh, I think it's because, like, there's no – Real heavyweight, in like there's no one country in Africa that you look at and you're like that's the best team in Africa. Like it kind of varies. Like you know, there's, there's a Coast. lot of good teams in Africa. Like I mean, Tunisia's not, like Tunisia. Oh, they're not Cody the Ivory, bro. Don't let me use Cody the Ivory in FIFA. Yeah, no, really. Dude, if that team, if that team Ghana. couldn't, even, that team couldn't even get the group stage, bro. That's why. That's why I have no faith in African teams. They had Drogba, Yaya Torre, Cole Torre, Jervinho, and they couldn't even make out of the group stage. Remember the Alex Song red card, like yes, the like, elbows, like, stuff like that. Though, like it's I don't know, like for whatever reason, dumb stuff happens with them. Um, I remember in 2014, two players on Ghana got sent home. Like they didn't play last game against Portugal, and I remember one of the ESPN commentators. He sent out a tweet, and it was like. It was like Sully Montari and someone else. And he was like, they can tell their grandkids how they let a whole nation down. Because they did some stupid shit, like, outside of the game. But they're like, I, I don't even know. They got in some sort of trouble where they had to be sent home from the tournament. That so 2010 like, Ghana like team that. was probably the best African team I've seen. Yeah, they were good. I, I had nightmares about that dude. Asamoah John or whatever. Yeah, it's, it was nice. 
Seriously, I remember Boateng too. That team oh, was yeah, good. Yeah. yeah, but they can't put it together. I got Brazil, Serbia. Cole's got Brazil, Switzerland. I'll say Brazil, Switzerland. All right. I'll switch that. Moving to the, the last series. group. The last group we had. This group God damn, Tom, I'm falling asleep over here. Shit, we got to move on. <laughs> right, let's, let's speed through these last few. This group has the winner of the World Cup. Belgium's in this group? <laughs> I thought they were already. I thought they were already in a group. Portugal. I'm telling you right now, oh they're making a run. They're winning. they're winning it. They're winning it. They're winning it. They're winning the group. And winning Portugal's the winning it. Winning it. Let's repeat it. Winning it. W I N N I. Whatever the rest is. Winning it. N-G. They're winning. It. That's all you had to do is put the last NG. You don't know how to spell winning? I'll go Ghana and Uruguay. No, I'm, just, I'm just kidding. I'm just Shut kidding. Up. I'll go Portugal and. I'll go Portugal and. I got Portugal, Uruguay. Ghana. Fuck you. I, I got Portugal, Ghana too. Fuck Uruguay. I'll go Ghana. Portugal in Uruguay. We got to believe in one African team. We got to believe, gotta believe in one African team, bro. Ghana's mine. We have one African team getting out. Portugal, uh, Ghana. That's true, though. You know, Ghana definitely has my. South Korea, though. They make some noise. Your oh, boy, wait, your wait. boy, South, song. Korea's in that group? South Korea. Oh, never mind. I got Portugal, South Korea. <laughs> I'm serious. I, you got I'm South Korea, bro? Actually, we um, got Son on there. I like that scene with you know. Fuck Son it, Son best, Heung Min, Asian player. Of all fuck time. it, I got Ghana and South Korea. Portugal chokes. Dude, I think Portugal runs away with this group. I mean, it's gonna be a tough. <laughs> Ghana group. and South Korea noted. <laughs> I, like that. I like that, Cole. I like that. Ghana and South hey, Cole, Thank I you. like that. I respect it. Appreciate it. You know it. what? That's technically not really a hot take. Like, if you look at that roster, you'd say it was. But they no, that's a hot take. Playing. They just got out to playing though. You know, like Who? they didn't Portugal. You know what I mean? Like, have they you seen well, the Portuguese team compared? Some of these teams, I know, but they still were in the plane at the end of the day. That doesn't mean that, like, you don't think we make it out of the group? No, I think they do, but it's not, you know, if if not for that plane, you wouldn't really be saying there's a reason that. why we were in, be really there's a reason why we were in one, you know, right? There's a reason why we we're in plot one. I know, I know, I'm just saying, Uruguay they should be Uruguay's than... washed up, dude. Suarez is ancient. Cavani's Watch ancient. Out. Watch out for Son. Who's that? Who's that center mid from Arsenal? Terreira? He's a bum. You know what? You know what Son is? He's that dude who's on a team that's not great. That like maybe doesn't even make it past the group stage. They beat Germany, like, but he's that? in like the goal boot race type of shit, where he has like four goals in three games, and they and they go home like they don't even make it out. That's what Son is. Remember that? Remember what I just said? Son, they they knocked out Germany the last World Cup. If you didn't know that, cool. South Korea knocked out Germany. Yeah, South Korea. I know South Korea is pretty good. Don't sleep, teams, Don't sleep on those Asian teams, bro. Don't sleep on those Asian teams. Japan's coming for you. All right. too. Still a long way to go to World Cup. A lot of injuries. A lot of things can happen. But the group takes are in. I'm excited. Go I Belgium. Can't wait. Go USA. Go Belgium. If Belgium and USA are playing each other, I'm rooting for Belgium. I love them. That's, That's my team. Bro. No, my stop team. it, Cole. Belgium's Not, my team. Just those, I can't believe you just utter those words. March Madness. It's a joke. Roof for England, it's a joke. Jules. I got a roof for England, you traitor. I, I got for Duke England. Tonight. Fuck England. UNC. Can we get into the topic, guy? <laughs> this kid Reese is rushing us, dude. And I got Kansas. Ah, damn, Reese. Relax, Thanks, bro. Can we have an explanation? <laughs> uh, explanation Kansas was the first college I ever got into when college wasn't getting into Holy shit, that's right. <laughs> 90% was it 90 something 95 95 accepted right rate. Yo, there was there was a point in time Reese where I thought you were going to be a Jayhawk I can't lie I thought you were going to be a Jayhawk I thought you were going uh, to Topeka Kansas I, I say that with a thousand percent certainty I should have looking back on how things went but you know Kansas Duke uh, 
I say Kansas because I got a soft spot for them, but in reality, I know a lot of people out there probably have Villanova. They're a great team. Everyone's got Villanova. Everyone Everyone's and their got mom's got Villanova. It's actually crazy. Let me ask you this. Right, Luke? Villanova's taking it today? No. Their point card just got injured. That was a big loss. What was a big right, loss, Jules? What? Didn't their, didn't their point card just get injured? Who's? Villanova. Yeah, Justin Moore? Yeah. Yeah, he tore his Achilles, I think. Yeah. It was still, his Achilles, right? Favorites? Yeah. Um, I don't know if they're favorites. There's no way. I don't know if they're favorites, but I know a lot of people like Villanova. I mean, Villanova hits their free throws and they're clutch and they're experienced. When 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 they when when they were on the whoever they played last round, I don't know, dude. These March Madness games like come and go in my mind. When I'm in the moment and I'm watching them, I love it. Miami. They played Miami last game or Houston. Miami. They played Miami last game. When they played Miami, I remember. They played Houston. They played. uh, Luke's telling me they played Houston last game. Kansas played Miami. Come on, Jules, get it together. Oh, who'd you say? Villanova. Oh, they're talking about Kansas. My fault. Come on, Villanova. Yeah. Yeah. Who are you talking about? Kansas? We're talking about Kansas, yeah. No. I was talking – I was just saying Villanova. They got the recipe. I think a lot of people like them to win because they hit all their – like late in the game when uh, Miami was playing Villanova, right? Yeah. They were trying to find someone to foul, but every single time they tried to – they pulled up a graphic, and all the five people on their team – we're shooting like 85% or above in free throw. Like you can't foul any of them late late situation. They just nail free throws. So it makes it super hard for teams to come back. Even if you hit a three, you're trading it. I mean, Villanova's trading a three for a two, but if you got a big enough lead, they'll do that any day of the week. I think that really comes down to the coaching, dude. Jay Wright, I give him shit because I, I can't stand him, but he's a great coach. And Villanova's like, I think, one of the best coach teams, obviously. Duke's up there too. But I can see him. I don't know, dude. I think Kansas – Without that point guard, dude, I think Villanova's going to struggle on offense. I, I think I got Kansas, too. I got Kansas. Kansas, locked in. You got Kansas, too? I do. I, uh, I do more so out of emotion, so I know it's – I definitely know more about the world the World Cup than this topic. But, like – How's your back? I'll, I'll tell you what, though. Oh, it's, it's terrible. My mom, however, is in, like, top 99.4%. Like, I'm, like, over 7 million in the world. She, she was literally, like, 500,000, so I found that a little impressive. But, like – all I'll say is if Villanova end up winning this tournament, it's, it's time to have a serious conversation about the Big East being uh, a top two basketball conference. Oh, let's go. Top two. Respect Providence. You hear that? I mean, seriously. That's what you just said. Respect Providence. I have Kansas. I don't think Villanova is going to win, unfortunately, even though the Big East, you know, I want the Big East to represent. I, and you're right. You're right, Reese. If Villanova wins even this game and they make it back to a championship, people got to start putting some validation on the Big East. But I have Kansas only because I don't know if Villanova has the size to match a gauntlet like David McCormick. And then when they take McCormick out, they put Mitch Lightfoot in. I mean, that is a six foot 10, 250 pound senior McCormick and a 225 pound, six foot eight forward in Matt Light or Mitch Lightfoot. I mean, you put one out, you put the other one in. Lightfoot was playing... People think McCormick's the better player. Lightfoot was the one playing most of the minutes and putting up clutch baskets and making clutch defensive plays for them against Miami. It, I, I don't know if Villanova has the size to figure that out. They definitely had the experience, and if they have a lead, they probably win. But if they go down early, I don't know if they can fight back. Hey, speaking of stage, though, Cole, so what do you think about the other game, then? 
like from Duke UNC. Who you got coming out of that game? It's a hard dude, I, got, pick. I got UNC. This is a hard pick. It's UNC. That's it's I got hard UNC upset and Brady Manic, dude. Bro, he's I a love dog. Brady, Brady Manic is a dog, dude. He's a, he better not get kicked out this fucking game. Get did, did you guys see? Up. Did you guys see in Coach K's career? He's played. This is the hundredth matchup against. Like this is the type of shit that I don't get. How this is real? It seems like it only happens in sports. But it's not a hundred matchup. This is the hundredth matchup between Mike Duke and UNC. And Maybe maybe Duke and UNC ever. It could yeah, be that. That's what it is. It could be that. Either way, do do you know what the do you know what the record is? It's fifty nine forty nine Duke, right? It's fifty forty nine Duke. Like that that oh, is just forty nine. That is just that's awesome. That is, that's so set that up for is Hollywood. That is Hollywood storybook that's shit. Awesome. Coach K in his final season in the final four, the first time they ever play each other in the He's tournament. Go 50, and the 50. record is fifty forty nine. That is that's crazy. Why I, that's why I don't think it's staged right there, that statistic that you just mentioned, because that just goes to show why it's one of the all-time best rivalries in sports ever. All-time, any sport. It's it's not a coincidence that they're there. People Again, are sleeping on the ACC, too. I heard some nonsense that ACC was, like, one of the most overrated conferences yeah, this year, all that. Look how so far Miami well. went. That's because – Look how far, look I how mean, far UNC went. They looked – Really, they they had like one ranked team all year. Duke was like the only ranked team in the ACC like all year. Now they just showed up in the tournament. In the final four showed well, listen, up and balled out. It's I think it's too good to be true that he goes out with a national championship. That'd be too good to be true. So I think I would it, be a it, little fishy. It'd be it'd be too good, dude. Who does that? Who does that? Michael Jordan? Even he had those years. I years will years. say this: Michael Nocera called it. Man, kid's a genius. Good for him. He called it. Well, he called him winning. No, he he had Duke and UNC playing each other because he had it. He said that he thinks it would be rigged. He thinks it's rigged for them to play each other and for Duke to win it all. Well, that's the thing. Like UNC, though, my they blow them out? They, they've just been playing so well this tournament. But UNC, however, you know they weren't ranked during the regular season. It was Coach K's final home game. They played each other, but at the time, it was like, oh, well, Duke is ranked, but but UNC isn't. They've been granted they've been good, but not like great for and them. And then UNC won by eleven. Yeah. So uh, I believe so. Yeah, yeah. They spoiled the the final home game. Yeah, and then Coach K got a ceremony after the game, and he had a bench named after him. And then the crowd started cheering, and he told the crowd basically to shut the fuck up because they just <laughs> lost. Dude, but I think I think it's good to be true. I got UNC Kansas in the final. I've I been see. awful with the March Madness stuff. I I've been too, and I've also broke. been awful. So fade the fuck out of me if you're listening yeah, to this. Not probably even probably the worst bracket I ever made. We've been so bad, Cole. Remember. We did a couple. We did I had PC in the final four, so yeah. We were we were awful. We were pretty bad. Yeah, no, that, but, was, uh, that was not good. So if you were taking bets right now, you just do the opposite of me and Cole right now. Yeah, fade me. Cole. And me and me and Jules both happen to have UNC in Kansas, so it's going to be Villanova and uh, Duke. Fuck it. Just one time we're right. Just one it. time we're right. But the games are if on we get tonight. The, if we get the first game wrong, I already know I'm going to get the second game wrong. Oh, I'm not going one-on-one. If we get the second one. game wrong, I'm hammering Duke. I'm throwing 40 on Duke. Is, is are they the later game tonight? I think they're the early game. I don't know why they did that. Are you sure? Let me see. Let me check. Uh, no, they're the late game. You're right. Eight forty nine, Duke, Kansas, Duke, North Carolina. I mean, six oh nine, right? Villanova and yep, Kansas. Weird times, but Duke's minus four, dude. That's way too many points. Come on, Kansas. Kansas is minus four too. Disrespecting Villanova. 
But I got the favorites. I mean, that's not really disrespecting Villanova. They're a one. Kansas is a one seed. Villanova is a two seed. And Villanova just lost Justin Moore. Seems like a pretty fair minus four. Too good, though. Yeah, but the Big East is better than the Big 12. That's, that's oh, yeah. Do you think? I, I, yeah. Easy. I don't know about that. You don't, you don't think so? Maybe the top. I, I, I see your perspective, folks. I, I mean, the, top the Big 12 had two one seeds. Yeah, what happened to one of those one seeds? They lost. I think the Big East certainly has more depth. So I'll put it that way. I think Crane would be it. Crane would be second in Big Twelve. I Bro, expected a lot. They, more dude, I just said the Big Twelve had two one seeds, and you said that Creighton's going to finish second in that conference. They would. They're they're finishing in front of Baylor. Yep. <laughs> Creighton's filthy. I. What's up with you Love and Creighton? That has been like a, a take with you recently. I don't. I don't know what it is. What's up with you Crane's and Creighton? Nice. Creighton's nice. All right. Well, I think UNC wins because I think Caleb Love is on a fucking tear like I've never seen. This man is actually so fucking hot. Ever since he scored like 27 points in the uh, Sweet 16 second half, this man has just been putting on a fucking show. He also put on a show, him and Brady Manick, against Marquette in the first round. They've just been a hot team, and you ride the hot team, not the better team. Duke's probably the better team, but UNC is hot as shit. Caleb Love was, dude, he was unconscious, dude. He actually wasn't. Man. I, I haven't seen anything like that. Like, he was just was doing heat check after heat check, and it was just going in. What do you think, Reese? Speaking of hot teams, what I think is um, UNC, they remind me a little bit of the Boston Celtics right now, and I'll tell you why. <laughs> okay. You know, okay. Towards the end of the year, spoiled Duke's little uh, Coach K fucking farewell send off. Celtics, terrible, terrible first half of the season to the point where you, you were saying they need to either trade Brown or Tatum. Like most Celtics fans were saying that. That's not like a no, I'll admit, do that. I'll admit it. Our yeah. whole group chat was tearing apart the Celtics. Oh, yeah. Like, Udoka, well, I was giving Udoka yeah. shit. Dude. I was like, who's bummed? Dude, Fire. When, we were, when we were like 18 and 22, I think I said I'm not watching this team anymore. <laughs> yeah. And now dude, we were, we're slandering at the point where, where we are, I mean, just I think it's at this point we're like, what, 23, 24, and 5 since the All-Star break? Yeah, He's something like that. Going out, and you know what was such an underrated trade that I saw this stat too. With Derek White, White. Since we got Derek White. Oh we traded Langford and, and Josh Richardson Dude. for him. We got rid of Cantor. We got Tice, but like, it's just I don't know. It's interesting. It's interesting how it we changed. got we got Tice back. Order too. But I I really don't I don't think we get out of the first round. Depends All right. Well, no, this is a completely different topic. Are we just are we are we moving <laughs> on then? Are I play Reese there. That's, that's literally the next topic. We can just move on. If is it so? So we got yeah. So we got UNC. That was a good, that was a good transition. Cool. Was me and you got UNC Kansas and Reese. What do you got? I don't even know. I have I have Duke in Kansas. So no one's got Villanova. No, can we just talk about how this is like the the most like the major teams ever that were in the final four? I mean, look at these four schools. Dude. It's awesome. That, no, that's the, that's the craziest. Part. I love that. That's What's the craziest that? part because because what? this bracket. This bracket all year has been like one of the most unpredictable brackets. Like literally some of the and some of the brackets that I'm in, like some of the groups, like the person winning it is gonna have like less than a thousand points. Like we had St. Peter's obviously make it that far. We had teams like there was it was a it was Miami, Miami. versus Iowa State in the sweet sixteen, a ten versus eleven. So there was crazy shit that ha- was happening. All of that four just powerhouse. to have these four teams in the final four. Those are four huge basketball schools. 
strictly ba- strictly yeah. basketball schools. Strictly basketball. This schools. is four strictly basketball schools. I think that's the first time it's ever been like that. Like four major basketball schools. I don't know about that. I don't know the history of the tournament like that. I'm sure this has happened before, but it is crazy that this these are the final four teams. So you guys both said UNC. Yeah. yeah. Let me switch mine then. What? No, don't do it. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You stay I'm with only, Duke. I'm, 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 I'm sticking with Duke. I was only thinking. Yeah, ride that Coach K train, buddy. I'm riding Duke versus Kansas. That's my final take, and I really do believe it will happen. All right. Okay. Good thing Next. I think I really think UNC Kansas is going to happen. So crazy. I agree. With All right, we're moving on to the the NBA professional basketball. As Reese tried to skip us right into it, we're talking about fake teams and real teams. Number one, my fake team. Don't say it, Jules. I will. I will actually walk out of here. The Memphis Grizzlies. Okay. No, I think they're faker than <laughs> fake. I think they're faker than fake. All this nonsense. They're twenty and two without John Moran. Blah, that's blah, crazy. Blah, blah. That is crazy. Let me let me just say that the that, that's uh, regular season. Just just a little context here before I let you finish. Devin Booker had forty one points last night. John Moran didn't play. Grizzlies Suns, and the Grizzlies won. That's all I'm saying. Was Chris Paul I, playing? I, I, last yes. Night, back. Yeah, Chris Paul's back. Yeah. He played last night. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was 100. <laughs> percent That's ridiculous. But still, the Memphis Grizzlies. Men- Memphis, Memphis get. won last night against the Suns without four starters. I don't trust him. I don't, you trust him? You're gonna trust Desmond Bain? I trust that great. You're gonna trust Desmond Bain? I mean, I trust them. Okay. Steven right. Adams. Who's Steven Adams? See, he has to get bullied in a playoff. You watch. I trust the Grizzlies because I thought that it was a terrible trade to get rid of Jonas Valanciunas and I get all the trades. Jules, I'll say this. Jules, I'll say this. Right now, the playing game. Would be seven Timberwolves versus eight Clippers. I think the Clippers win that, get the seven seed. That means it'd be Memphis Clippers first round. I got. Clippers. And I don't. I don't I think Clippers. Memphis beats the the Clippers. Whoa, that's a hot. That no, that's a great take, Cole. Thank Cole, you. That's fantastic shit right there. Thank I you. I completely agree. I think the Clippers. Phony, fake. I think fake. I Paul George. I think I think, I think the Clippers are. Very, very I think the Clippers are one of the most well-rounded teams when their superstars yeah. are actually healthy. The fact that they've been playing this well without their two best players basically all year. I mean. Once Kawhi and Paul George come back, I know George is back, but if Kawhi comes back, this team might win the West. And he won't. I'm, I'm going to say it. No, he, Kawhi he, has he to won't. come back, bro. He needs to fucking – this little soft shit, dude. He did it with the Spurs, yeah. bro. He sat out with the Spurs like 55 games, and like some doctors are like, we don't know what's wrong it's, with him. It's blah, tough blah, blah, for blah. me. It's, like, what's wrong with Kawhi Leonard? Seriously. And it's tough for me because wrong I'm, I'm a big Kawhi. Did he tear his ACL? Fender, yes, but, but he had a partial tear in his ACL. It wasn't even like full, and he's out. He should be back by now. Kevin Durant would be back by now. But he does this weird ass thing. You and like... fucking Kevin Durant. Who brought up Kevin Durant? Why are we talking about <laughs> Kevin Durant? Somebody with some balls. Well, no, we're Kawhi Leonard. No, no, no. Kawhi, he does. Devin Booker has more no, points than, than Kawhi Leonard. Is that they do this? No, it's, it's Wiggins uh, it's, too it's, and uh, Booker. Wiggins. Booker just passed. Oh, really? Booker's Think about that. Kawhi has been in the league for so long. That's crazy. We really say he's the best player of all time. Finals MVP. And he doesn't even play. He doesn't play. He doesn't play in the regular season. He just shows However, up and dominates a, the playoffs. That's what he, he plays for one regular season. But Toronto for talking, that is a crazy statistic. That is an eye popping stat. No one even shows you how good of a exactly. player he's like. And I, I love Kawhi, but to the point where like, Can you oh play, my god! Bro? Imagine he wasn't like marred by injuries his whole career, like like all time his legacy. He's not even marred by injuries, bro. He just doesn't play. Dude, he was. He's the founder of taking off days. He's the. He's the reason why Adam Silver had to tell people like. Yeah, if you're healthy, you can't just sit in a away game. What is wrong with him? 
Seriously. It's weird. I know that he had a partial ACL tear again in last last summer. What were they in, like, the conference semifinals? You saw those, yeah. the playoff games? They we, kept saying he was day-to-day, and it was like, dude, he has a partial a- ACL tear. He won't even play next year. But yeah, I know. Like, they kept saying he was day-to-day in the playoff series, That's and crazy. we haven't seen him since. Yeah, like, that was crazy. No, it's, it's it's something fishy, dude. Like, Can you play, it's, dude? It's, it's annoying. No, it is weird. It's actually it annoying. annoying. That's why people don't, like, like really He's so good. You yeah. have four, he had four to five points against Dallas last year. Remember it's that? Crazy. Like game I, seven. I love Kawhi Leonard, but that's why some people aren't as fond of him. Yeah, because it's like, ridiculous. He's like he's a psycho. It is, but I think so. To be honest, I think the Grizzlies, the Suns, and I, I, I love the Warriors team that they have, but just with injuries and all that, I don't. I, I want. I think they can if they're all on the court, but they've had so much injuries and. Clay's not so Clay. much time where they're not Clay. Clay is still Clay, but he needs no, time. No, Clay's not Clay. I think anymore. he needs time. Not the Clay that you know. Yeah, I mean, not the second greatest shooter of all time, but certainly never was. Top four. What? But let me say this about let me say this about the Suns. Okay, this is an interesting stat that I saw today. I don't know how many wins they have right now. I think they're at sixty-one. They're They're about to pass the franchise record. They're at sixty-two. Sixty-two. So they've tied it. You know the two other times they got that number. Number one was um, Charles Barkley. I was about to say that that he lost the Bulls in five or six games. Number two was the Suns with Steve Nash, obviously. That's that's saying something. That's serious because thanks, Reese. Both those was obviously Barkley went to the finals, and then Nash never made one. But so I personally, I see the Suns coming out of the West again, and I think this time Chris Paul gets his first ring. So you think Chris? This kid. Yes, sir. Let's go, Reese. I'm serious. I think Reese, that let's go, Suns, bro. I agree. I think the Suns. This is the Suns' year. After that. Bro. Thank you, Cole. I, I think after that loss, to the Jay Bucks, Crowder is not getting a ring. I think Jay Crowder's Crowder getting a ring. Get, be prepared. What's Jay wrong with Jay Crowder? Jay Crowder's a solid bat- NBA player, a very solid NBA player. What is wrong with Jay Crowder? How? Why? Because he wasn't that good with the Celtics. Ask me right now. Why? Because when he was on the Celtics, you enjoy watching. You enjoy watching Crowder. Jay Crowder played basketball. He's the most annoying basketball player I've ever seen. Oh, oh. So just because I don't, just because you don't enjoy watching him play, means he's bad. He has, he has zero rings. He performs his role really well. He's, he's the fourth best player in your starting lineup if you have a damn good team. Yep. A damn good Agreed. team. That's not going to win nothing. That will contend right. and make the points. Reese, I like <laughs> – Reese, I honestly like your debate with Memphis. Like, I don't – I'm not ready to say that they're fake. I they're Like, fake. the fact that they're 20-2 and two without Jaw, and then when Jaw plays, he's an MVP candidate. That's crazy. But yeah. I think it – I think matchups are going to matter a lot. And if they get the Clippers, bro – I don't know. That's a hot take. I personally don't see how they how they lose to the Clippers, but I, I think that the Suns would take them in a seven-game series. That's all. But I'll give you my fake team, and I don't know how you guys are going to feel about this. The Heat. The Heat that, that just beat the Celtics. Yep. In the With, Garden. Oh, yeah, the one the, – they beat the Celtics without four of our starting players. The only starting player on the court was Marcus Smart. Only starter on the court. Hayden played? And no, Brown. Al, no, Al Horford, sorry, was the only starter on the court. Jalen Brown, Brown played. No, they did not. You think know the Raptors game? Was you think the Raptors oh, game? Fuck you, right? The Heat which just beat them. Right now, I checked today, and we are yeah, still fake. Which means we play the Raptors. I really like that matchup. Although the Raptors are very good. No, Tatum they can't play in Toronto. Raptors. Well, I still, I still think we're taking that. My only Why? worry is that if we end up playing the Nets, he's not vaccinated. Tatum? I don't think you play in Toronto. Cap? No, nah, that's I'm, Cap. You would have heard about. That I swear. Right now. I swear. Are Why serious? are we talking about Toronto? Do we have to? We don't have to play them. Well, they're, they're, I'm that, just saying that's a playoff matchup right now. No, the playoff matchup right now we're facing the yeah the Toronto. Fuck, fuck me. 
I would I would take. I don't think Tatum's vaccinated, dude. Seriously, uh, yeah, he is. No, he I swear. Because every time they played the Raptors this year in Toronto, he's been like, oh, he's sitting out. He's mysteriously this. injured. Yeah. Yeah, I'm telling you, I don't think he, I don't think he can play. Yeah, but you would have known if he's not. You think so? Real. Yeah, you would have known. I don't know. All right, well, I'm calling Miami fake. How do you guys feel? I um I disagree. Like like I'm more scared of Milwaukee. Oh. As a, as a Celtics fan, as a Celtics fan, Milwaukee's really the only team in the East that I'm, like, terrified of. Like, can we honest, lose? Yeah. Giannis is the best player in the league right now. Can we lose to the 76ers? Yeah, we could lose them. Could we lose to the Heat? Maybe. No. Could we lose to the Nets? Maybe. But I'm only really scared of the Bucs. I personally think I see a lot of growth in this in these Celtics. I think if we face the Heat, we take them. Um, rewind to, you know, the bubble two years ago where we lost in six in the conference semis. I think we take Houston. Or not, not Houston, what am I saying? James Harden, split them. I'm saying Philly. <laughs> the, I think we I don't take think the we Sixers take because – I think we take them too. I'm not going to lie. I think Even we take though them I too. thought the Nets won the trade, I thought Philly would be like an instant contender. I thought Philly was a win now. Like they're going to be far and wide the best the best team in the in the East, and they're really not. And I think we take them. However, with the Bucks, I, I feel your frustration, Cole, because you know, last time we played them, we lost in five. It was obviously that, that dysfunctional year with Kyrie, his last year in Boston. You know, they're the reigning champs. Pretty sure we and took game one as well. How long has Brooke Lopez been out now? Like, yep. They still got Bobby Portis, but the Bucks, man, like in the playoffs with Giroux, um, Chris Middleton, and Giannis on the court, I think they're a very hard, very, very hard team to beat in seven games. I can't stand playing Chris Middleton, bro. He always cooks the Celtics, so I can't stand playing Chris what Middleton. What are the odds that there's a Bucks fight? are 100% real. I just – I just Bucks are going the, thing, to the, finals. the thing about Miami is they're, they're really good, obviously, but, like, it's – I feel like they just don't have a guy like Jimmy Butler. Don't get me wrong, is an elite player in the league. But like, is he gonna take over a game? Like, is he gonna? Jason, you've Tatum, seen it. You've seen it, Cole. Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum versus Jimmy Butler. One on, like not one on one, obviously. But if they're if if it's a close game down the stretch going into the fourth quarter, who do you trust to say give me the ball and put up fifteen points in the fourth quarter for his team? First of all, did you not Tatum, see Jimmy Tatum or Butler? A forty point triple double in the NBA Finals against LeBron James. Dude, that was three years ago, two years ago. It's yeah. what you do for me this year, Jules. I don't know why you keep bringing up other shit. Well, Cole, I'd, what are you I'd doing be for me this if year? I didn't bring up one team, though. That what? I'm curious to see what you're thinking. The Nets are the, real the deal. The Brooklyn Nets, I mean, we can't count them out. Certainly, it's a little odd what's going on right now with Ben Simmons. He still hasn't played. Yeah, that's, even that's he's back. So He's suing. I don't know if you guys saw this this morning. I saw that. I didn't he's see suing it. Philly for $16 million. <laughs> That's how much he wasn't paid sitting out. You know how much he was making per game that he sat out? Three hundred sixty thousand. Oh my god, um, that's ridiculous. But I think that's that crazy. if they had him on the court, and now it's a little too late. You know, there's there's so few games left. But if they actually had chemistry with him, Kyrie and KD, I mean, I'm not gonna lie, that's that's really scary. I'm I'm not gonna sit here and call Miami or uh, the Nets a fake team. I'm not. I mean, you said you said you you would want to play the Brooklyn Nets. I said I'm not scared to play the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I agree. I'm I dude, would you you want to play Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving? There's well, there's one team. There's one team I'm terrified of playing, and it is the Bucks. There's other teams, like I just said, that can beat us. The Nets are a team that can beat us, but I'm not like shivering in my boots saying, "Oh, we're lucky if we get one or two wins here." Like I think we can beat them too. I think it's so a good matchup. Let me matchup. ask you this, Nicole. What what's the odds that it's a Suns Bucks rematch? What's the odds that we see? Pretty high. Are you pretty serious? High. I think I think the Suns coming out of the West is. Like throw your all your money on that. Throw all any any dollar any dollar amount that you have in your bank that you feel comfortable betting on. Throw all your money on on the Suns. Honestly, at this point, 
The Mavericks. No one's talking about the Mavericks. No one's yeah. talking about the Mavericks. Are they it's real Luka, or it's Luka or bust. If Luka doesn't drop 55 at 10 and 10 in a playoff game, they're not winning. Give me, give me, are they fake or real? What's the question? Mavericks? Yes. Fake. Right, you're a Mavericks guy. What do you think? I think they're a real contender who could potentially get in the Western Conference semis. But again, going back to what Paul said, I, I, I think, personally don't see any team taking the Phoenix Suns in a seven-game series. I agree with Cole. A team they're that crazy. has lost 15 basketball games all year. You have to beat them four times in seven games. I mean, that's crazy. That's, that's too hard. Only The only way that that happens is if someone like Giannis takes over. And is there a guy in the West that's going to really take over like that? Hey, I think these maybe Jokic, but the, this, the Nuggets aren't good enough to Nuggets surround are big. Jokic. The like West that. is the so bad. The, hey, the West let's, is let's just say this. Let's get this out of the way. The Nuggets and the Jazz, yes, confirmed they are always fake. a fake contender. The Jazz the are the most fake contenders I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. They all, the all they Jazz, know is choking. Jazz are joke. I think all they know is choke. But if it's Suns Bucks, I'm I'm taking Suns. I think they beat them this time. I think they. If it's Suns Bucks, if it's Suns, if it's Suns Bucks, I'm terrified. As a as a Sun supporter, terrified. I do not want to see Giannis in the championship. I do not want to see Giannis. Giannis is about to get another VP. Because I don't know if you guys saw this tweet from Isaiah Thomas. You know the the Pistons Isaiah Thomas from a while ago, where he was saying, you know, we're talking about Joel and and Jokic and Giannis, rightfully so, as MVP. But what about Devin Booker? He's averaging like twenty five five and five on 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 the. That's not that's not good enough. Although, although he's been carrying he's been carrying the Suns without Chris Paul. Just admit that people say that he has been. People say Booker can't lead the team, but he's been unreal with Chris Paul. He's been playing very well, but that team is too good of a team for him to be the MVP. Like, there's just too many like great players on that team. They work too well as a team. They don't need CP3 or Devin Booker to go off. To win basketball games, they can both play. They can both go twenty-four, five and five, and win a game. If the Bucks get twenty-four points out of Giannis, they're not winning. They need thirty-five oh. plus in a playoff game. Oh, don't you sleep on Chris Middleton now? So I disagree a little bit with Dude, that. I fucking hate Chris? Chris Middleton. What about I, Drew Holiday? When, when people bring yeah. up, well, when people bring up, Drew Holiday is the most. Un- no, seriously, Drew Holiday is the most underrated player in the league. It's not even close, dude. Drew Holiday is so underrated. When people bring up the best duos in basketball, you hear, rightfully so, these three. KD and Kyrie, Harden and Embiid, and Brown and Tatum. I don't even want to hear, hear Giannis and Middleton. I don't even want to hear Giannis and Middleton. Wait, wait, repeat that again. Repeat that again. The top three duos in the league. Yeah. KD and Kyrie, Joel and Harden. And JB and JT. Who's saying that? Because I would put. I'm saying. They have been on the court helping out this year. No, but who's saying that? Because I would still put Paul and Booker. Yes, and beating hard for sure. Number one. Fair. Fair. I, I mean, like, they have. Both, what about Paul, George, and Kawhi? On, on no. the court. No, if, no, this year. I'm talking about this year. Dude, they need to get in the court. I'm, 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 I'm mostly saying the, that duo to say that I don't want to hear Giannis and Chris Middleton even mentioned in the top top duos in the in, in the league conversation. Oh, I would. I, I when, it comes to Chris time, Middleton, when it comes you, to crunch time, when it comes to crunch time. Just not if, if, if Giannis, Giannis this game when they play him. If Giannis, yeah. if Giannis walks off that court, Chris Middleton cannot carry that team to anything. If Jason Tatum walks off the, the court in TD Garden, I'm confident that Jalen Brown can win us a game or two. 
Chris Middleton is going to win you a game in the playoffs without Giannis. You think Jalen Brown's no. that much better than Chris Middleton? Yes. Yes. I think that's ridiculous. I think you're, I think you're too caught up on Who's the five times score? that you bet Who's on Chris Middleton. Who's a better scorer? Scorer or shooter? Scorer. Scorer, Jalen Brown. What? Over Chris Middleton? Chris Middleton's a better shooter. Scorer. Oh when, when's, the, when's the last time you saw Chris Middleton have a good drive in a jelly and, and, or a, a posterizing dunk? How many posters Careful. does Jalen Brown have this year? 10? 20? I'm going to call it a trio. It's not even a, you can't even call it a duo, dude. It's a trio. You have to put Drew Hall. See, you just said it was a duo. That's how sucked on Drew Holiday is. Seriously. Drew Holiday is so sucked on. That's why I'm scared of the Bucks. Takes, takes the best of, uh, point guard every night, best shooting guard every night. Guards him. Dude, the Bucks are too good. The Bucks are going all the way. Why are you even talking about this? All right. I, I, have a, I have a couple more. I'm going to have you guys. I'm going to ask you guys how you feel about these two teams. We're going to say fake or real? Yep. Right. Sixers, fake. Golden fake. State, fake. fake, and Chicago. Fake. All Did three you see fake? That? Their record against the top top five seeds in each conference? Fake, fake but worth, worth mentioning one thing. When they do have everyone healthy, starters on the court, I mean, Lonzo Ball. Where's Lonzo? Is, is he coming incredible. back any time now? If they He's do been have, out for 10 years. If they years. have Lonzo, DeRozan, and Levine, it's – And Vucevic. What about Vucevic? obviously. But uh, if they're not healthy, fake as fuck. Dude, I think they're, I think they're fake either way. I think they they've made great strides this year, and they're a really good basketball team. But they're not competing with the, the top four. Gaunt. The top four is a gauntlet in the East. I want to see besides Celtics Miami because Miami's. Fake. I think that would be like the, one of the most entertaining, like series. You wouldn't think that would be a good series. I think that what Bulls Celtics. That'd be the best. I think, series. I, I think it's a gentleman Bucks. sweep. If I was, no way. If I was to name Levine top- against Brown. Hate him against DeRozan. If I was to name top four contenders right now, I would say Bucks, Celtics, Suns, and Grizzlies are as real as the Will Smith, <laughs> the Will Smith slap at the Oscars. <laughs> you no, know, you're skipping. You see, he wants to do that. He wants to do that. Reese, stay on script, my guy. Stay Come on. on. Yeah, stay on script. Like Will Smith was on a script when it happened. Fake. What? Oh my god. All right. <laughs> Shit. I think right. my top four, real versus fake. I'm only putting one Western Conference team in there, and it's Phoenix. And then Milwaukee, Boston, and 76ers are my real teams. No heat. The heat are done. The heat are fake. I literally said – I started this segment off by saying my fake team is the heat. Sixers are fake. I would give – I, would I give just a said that the Sixers are one of my real teams. You don't think Brooklyn's more of a contender than Philly, though? Brooklyn's oh, way yeah. more no, of a No, Brooklyn. I, I, did, I, I forgot about Brooklyn there at the bottom. I'll put Brooklyn in there, too. I but, guarantee Brooklyn will be in the conference finals. I guarantee. I guarantee, and I guarantee I, that if any other team in the West, other than the Suns, comes out, it's a f- four or five game series in the NBA Finals. Eastern team wins, and whatever Eastern team it is. Hey, all I'm saying Unless is that right, right now the Nets they're still in the the plan like seven through ten. They're, if, they're if, winning that play easily. That means that the who Bucks, they're playing, bro. If the Celtics finishes three seed, they get Toronto as of now. And if the Bucs get the Nets, that's the greatest thing that could happen for the Celtics because I think there's a real chance that, the, goes Bucks, seven. that the Bucks beat the Nets. If the Bucs play the Nets, I take the Bucs. It goes seven, though. And I think the Celtics avoid the Nets, and they could maybe, you know, they still have to face Milwaukee, but, you know, those yeah, but Nets, Milwaukee would be tired. Teams, Having to face them. a team of that caliber in the first round beats you up for the rest of the season or the rest of the playoffs. Oh, I think it goes seven if they play in the first round. I do, too. Yeah. But if they play the Heat – wait, who would they play? The Heat or the Bucks? They should honestly lose the play, the first playing game, and then win the second one. 
Seriously, if I'm if I'm if I'm Steve Nash, I'm throwing the first game. You're Give a fucking a pussy, dude. There. You want to play the Bucks first round? What is this high school, bro? What is this high school? You're just gonna lay down and sit down on the ground. If you're a real it's contender, cool, you'd be but you have to be, bro. Who you want to play the Bucks in the first round? Give me your honest. I'm not saying you have to play fair, bro. When did I say that? I'm saying if you actually think of yourself as an, a team that can win the NBA championship, you're gonna lose games on purpose to not face a team in the first round. Of course, everybody says that. They want to say, oh, you have to beat the best to be the best. Blah, blah, blah. But you don't want to play them in the first round. You know, everybody knows that. Who cares when admitted, you play oh, them? Beat them. Even Shaq admitted I sat down some games so we wouldn't have to play, uh, what was it? I think it was the Jazz, the first round, something like that. People do that all the time. Okay, well, Shaq's you know, soft, better. That's, th- that's tough. I don't know. If I, if I ever heard that the Celtics did that, that they, like, purposely didn't try, I would be furious. Furious. I don't care who we play. Well, it's a strategy. If you're a real mean? contender, hey, you beat you whoever though. you have to play. I'll tell you this though, not for nothing. If we play the Bucks, I'm I'm definitely scared. I agree with that point. But if we have Rob Williams for that series, that is a ginormous difference. That's all I'll say. Fair. That is a such a better scenario for us than we not. should. I think he's his timetable is to come back. The first round. first round after the. First I think round. it's a lot less scary if we have Rob Williams. Do we do we win the first round without him though? Yeah. Yeah, we take Toronto. Yeah. And, and that's no disrespect. Again, Toronto's a great team, well coached, but I think that's so. But we almost beat them in Toronto with. Look at the East right now. We went to OT in Toronto without four starters. Tatum Brown, smart. They've all been playing so well. I think we can still get by there. Look how unreal the East is right now. This is the playing game. The eight seed right now is Brooklyn, forty and thirty-seven. Nine is Who's Atlanta, seven? forty and thirty-seven, and t- number ten, Charlotte, forty and thirty-eight. Who's seven? I mean, that can move up and down right there. Who's seven? Everybody else has been eliminated. It's going to be those teams right there. Who is seven? Seven? Oh, Cleveland. Fuck. Cleveland's fake as fake. You were hyping up Cleveland the whole season, buddy. Fake. Um, I was hyping up Cleveland because, number one, any of y'all before the offseason would have said they wouldn't have made the playoffs, and they're, what, a five seed right now, you said? They're seven seed in the playing Seven seed. They slipped a little bit. But like, Are they going to win the playing game? They have the best point guard in the East. Are they going to beat Brooklyn? Scotland. No, they're not. But Are they going to beat Atlanta or Charlotte? No, they're not. But again, they were supposed to. Be, <laughs> but, but again, they were supposed to be a lottery team. So I respect that. I like. No, that's fair. That's fair. They're they're I fake they contenders. Evan Mobley, great future ahead. They're so. fake contenders, but that doesn't mean that they had a bad year. They had yeah. a great year. Fantastic. Again, they're supposed to be a lottery team. They end up having the rookie of the year, like far and wide. People agree with this. Evan Mobley at this point, and then Darius Garland, maybe like a most improved player candidate, honestly. And then Jared Allen has just been feasting. They've had a lot of injuries that year, like obviously Sexton out for the year. They got Karis Levert, but uh, and then I think Markinen's out too. So they've they've still performed well. They've slipped a little bit for sure, but uh, they'll definitely they they the future is bright for them. The first time they made the playoffs since the Cavs, yeah, yeah, like obviously without a team with LeBron on it since I think the late nineties. First, yeah, for, no, first win, first winning season without LeBron James since nineteen ninety seven. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's, that's, that's definitely something to be like optimistic about. If you're a Cavs fan, you, you for gotta sure, like, for sure, see your hand out. Sure, good stuff. On All right, note, and they're we're gonna move around. on to where I think right now is the best player on the planet. Same the fact that he passed. Listen to this. He passed Kareem Abdul Jabbar right with 1,200 less games. I saw that. 1,200 less games. That's huge. People say, oh, Giannis has two people, more seasons. Guess will. what? He didn't play. He wasn't starting right away. Like, Jabbar went to went to school, UCLA. I think it was UCLA, right? Freeman Blue Jabbar. I'm yeah. pretty sure it was UCLA. Yeah. And he was, like, one of the best players in college. He was the best player in college. Three years, 
and he came into the NBA ready. This man, Giannis, was 18, came from Greece, didn't go to college. Not only that, a legendary career with the Lakers, too, obviously. Exactly. So the fact that he already passed him is, is insane. Well, obviously, I think, too, like, no people will say, line. oh, no three-point line. Yeah. Obviously, 1,200 less games. Don't, we don't know Giannis. Shots, I mean, 1,200 less shots. We don't know Giannis as a, as a three-point shooter. But, uh, okay, I was – I was remaining silent because Jules said 1,200 less games. And yeah, I was, I was out here. I was about to fry your fucking ass. Holy shit. Thank God you just changed that. If we're talking about shots, shots though, the other night, speaking of shots, Giannis hit a three-pointer to tie it to the Nets in overtime when they were down like 10 points with less than two minutes left. They ended up coming back and winning the game. So, um, you know, Giannis in the height of his career, the NBA is a really interesting time for me right now because I personally think that while there is not – enough evidence to like declare one player as simply the best. And I think that's a testament to how, how old LeBron is getting and still performing. But personally, I think that if Giannis is able to get MVP or win a title this year, that he is, he is definitely the uh, best player in the league right now. That'll be three. He gets the MVP this year. That's three MVPs at the age of 27. Think about that. Yeah. No disrespect to LeBron right now, because I mean, he's been the best player in the league for 18, 19 years since he's been in the league. Yeah. Um, He's, putting up almost 30 I think it is 30 points a game right now so he's having an absolutely unbelievable season but you can't convince me the best team the best player in the league is playing on a team that's an 11 seed in a worse western conference I agree like, so I agree with that, that one made the play in his assists are down and I agree with that and it's it's part and parcel of a larger problem in society not to go off on a tangent where like you can say for example I still think LeBron is the greatest player of all time however I want to be able to be like, well, this this season certainly draws some criticism to him, and a lot of people. You got to win, oh, man. He's still averaging thirty, you can't criticize that. Well, actually, I can, and I'll tell you, <laughs> I'll tell you no, but I'll tell you why. Beginning no, you're you're year, right, you're right. I actually agree with this. Beginning of the year, you know why? Beginning of the year, the Lakers were literally favored to win it all. This is not a joke. You can look it up. The Lakers were the favorites to win the NBA title. So which one is it? Either they're old and washed, or they're the most talented roster. Which one is it? Because if they're favored to win all, and they are what? Currently, as we speak, if the season ends today, and I still don't think they're going to make a plan. I, I would bet a million dollars they won't plan. The Spurs are the 10 seed, which means the Lakers will not make the plan. Now, I think a lot of that is on AD for his – I don't. I personally don't think he belongs in the top 75, although he's been injured a lot this year. He's a great player. He's in the Stop top. it. Reach. Reach. You're telling me AD forward. is better than Dwight Howard in, in terms of career numbers right now. Uh, Not Dwight Howard, but Kyrie Irving. No, I, I'm, I'm taking Kyrie over AD. However – I'm taking Kyrie over AD. I'm taking Dwight Howard over AD. You know, LeBron, that's – And I hate Kyrie. That is mesmerizing. However, you know, that's got to be – at some point, you got to be like – Okay, if you're favorite to win it all, you have the best odds yes, out of any team to win it all in the offseason, and you are not even going to make the playoffs. At what point is LeBron like Bro. susceptible to criticism? Like, this is I getting out say, of hand. I have to defend LeBron. I usually don't defend LeBron, but dude, when they're playing Cleveland the other day, the starting lineup, right? He was with Wenyan Wenyan Gabriel. Gabriel. No, Stanley Johnson. I Stanley agree. Johnson and DJ Augustine was their, was their best, second best player on the court was DJ Augustine. Just think about it, put that in perspective. Think about that. Okay, well, when he was when he was eighteen or nineteen, he took that awful Cleveland Cavaliers team to the final. Yeah, oh my God! That look at that Cleveland team that he took the the last finals that he went to with Cleveland. The starting lineup was like Jay Crowder, fucking can Kevin man, Love was out. Can Kyrie. a man not age? So no, oh, this can, no, that's what I'm saying. The stats, the stats are there, and the he's still is not there though. He's still playing. He's, he's still, still playing incredible basketball. The thing you that when I when I watch the Lakers play and I and I watch LeBron, 
he just isn't taking over games like he used to, like like what Giannis is doing. When Giannis, when the Bucks were down three to the Brooklyn Nets a couple of days ago, LeBron or Giannis step back three ties the game. This is Giannis, bro. Seven a man that you cannot stop driving to the rim. If you tried, if you put three people on him, you can't stop him driving to the room. And he's hitting a step back three to tie the game with 20 seconds left. That's all he needed. That's called taking over a game. That's called taking over a game. LeBron last night had a chance to tie the game with a three, just like Giannis, and send it to overtime, and he airballed. So, yes, LeBron's stats look great. And he's still – the fact that he's doing this at year 19, this isn't even a criticism. It's, It's unbelievable what he's doing. But Giannis is the best player in the league. He is. No, I agree. LeBron is averaging more points a game than Tatum, and Tatum's averaging twenty-seven right now in the prime in the height of his career. What LeBron is doing? Relax. He's not in the height of his career. He's twenty-three. Again, well, what I say is like it's just like at what point? I know what you're saying. Criticize them. I'm not. I'm not going off of it's not a good team. Again, look, he tries to put down Tatum. Everybody tries to put down Tatum. I'm just saying again. The the (laughs) Lakers going into the season were given the best odds to win the title. Over the Brooklyn Nets at the time with Kyrie, James Harden, and KD. And as of this moment, they are not going to make the playoffs. At what point do you have to be like, okay, like we obviously know that LeBron has a say in assembling the rosters around him. He's done it in Cleveland. Okay. He's done like, it in Miami. He's got, you know, IT4 and all that. <laughs> he's made, like, you know, the hashtag Lee GM. He's responsible for making some trades. Like, I love those Lee jokes. As bro. he should. But at what point? Do you have to say, okay, like, I get AD has been injured, but, like, if you're considered the greatest of all time and you're not making the playoffs, like, what? What are you trying to say? He's not the greatest of all time? No, I still think he is. I still think he's the most talented player. I think what Reese is trying to get at here is that Giannis yeah. is the best player on the planet and it's not LeBron James. Well, he's, it's definitely no, not I don't, think, right I don't think he's second. I don't even know if LeBron I don't think he's second. Is, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think he's third. I think LeBron is top five. The three like, best players right now, Giannis. Durant, Luka. Jokic, Luka, Jokic, them, Jokic. I know, but you gotta put Luka. I, yeah, I think I think LeBron's probably four or five right now. You know, he's behind Embiid. He's five. I'm just saying, yeah. at what point he's do five. you have a guy or six who's supposed Luka. to be? Who's supposed I'm not putting Luka in front of him. Yeah. His right hand man is out injured. Quite healthy. They've been given the greatest odds to win Relax. the title, and they're 31 and. What forty four? Like this is crazy. That is terrible. <laughs> yeah, Giannis. Giannis, so Giannis is the best player in the league. And if Giannis can keep doing what he did three nights ago when he hit that setback three, and then hit two clutch free throws to win the game, he Again. might he might become one of the greatest basketball players that this sport has ever seen. If he does that for 10, 12 years, dude, that's what people used to say he can't do. Oh well, he just he just runs and jumps. He can just get to the rim, and he's bigger than everybody. Well, now this man's hitting free throws and threes and has a jump shot and plays defensive player of the year defense. So what can he do now? All right, serious question. That's oh, and he won MVP of the finals. Just to go off your point, he stayed with one franchise. and that That's is true. Extremely it's in the Milwaukee Bucks. Today. The Bucks were trash before Giannis got there. Mids. But serious question. If Giannis wins MVP this year and then wins the finals again and wins finals MVP, he's got to be in your top 10. Seriously. No, he doesn't. He's getting it. You don't think he gets in your top 10? No. No. Two finals MVPs. I'll put him top 20. Three MVPs. Kobe is barely in my top 10. You're putting him in front of Kobe? Yeah. If he he wins finals Jules, 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 the problem, your arguments fall apart when you jump the gun. You jump the gun. 
You can oh, just say well, you have three MVPs. You can just say he is on his way to becoming a top ten player. I'm not putting him in my top ten when he's fucking 28 years old. No, it's not happening. Oh my god, that's so good for him though. But like, yeah, I agree with Cole. Three MVPs, so two five. He would be MVPs on his way ball. to probably being a top five player of all time if that happens. Again, this is a transition. If he passed Durant, would he pass Durant? If he wins the Finals MVP and MVP, is he passed Durant? Durant's the best scorer I've ever seen. It's hard to say. A tough question. Well, this is he, like, he, again. This he is... has he has to keep doing it. He doesn't have to keep winning finals, but he has to keep putting up the numbers that he's doing. Numbers, and he and he does that. And again, this is a good transition period for the NBA, where nothing against LeBron, he's thirty-seven years old. It makes perfect sense. There's a lot of young but talent. Where, where there's not a consistent rematch between the Cavs and the Warriors, what you're seeing is there's a hole filled in, and that hole is being filled in by random ass teams like you know the Heat and the Bucks. But bubble, you just the, said the Bucks winning it last year, or you know the Nets contending, or the Grizzlies and the Suns contending this year. Like that hole is going to start to be filled, and you're going to start to see that more where you consider guys like Giannis. You're like, hey, is this the new GOAT? And I, I think that's good for the NBA. In the short term, <laughs> it's not going to be great for ratings. To the point, like, if you see Suns Bucks, you know, for example, that might be lower um, viewership versus Cavs Warriors. Like, it shouldn't be. It yeah, fucking right. shouldn't be. Because the talent in Bucks Suns would be on long term. That is a great thing for the NBA, and it's something that we ought to embrace. Is that the fact that it's finally turning over? There's different teams that can make it. That's true. NBA fans are hypocrites, dude. They Before they're like, I'm so sick of seeing uh, Curry versus LeBron, Cavs Warriors, and then we got two new teams, and then the viewership goes yeah, down because no the Bucks Suns. Make no mistake about it. The Suns, make up your mind, seriously. Make, make no up your mistake mind. about it. If the Suns and the Bucks play each other again in the finals, that is a great thing for the league. That is no. The Suns have their greatest franchise record. And they're playing the reigning champions who they lost to last year. It, it can't get much better than that. If it is Suns versus Bucks, I it's would. Also, it's also two immensely talented teams. I, I think the Suns take it. And I think that is 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 a great sign for the league. All you, know, all you can ask for in an NBA championship time. is that you have two very extremely good basketball teams. I mean, when the Cavs made it that one year, the KD's second ring, they fucking sucked. The Cavs were just LeBron James. Something should have been a championship. That is so much better than that. Like, like Bucks, Bucks, Suns would be two incredible basketball teams playing in a finals against each other. I think that would be. I agree with you, Reese. I think that'd be. I don't give a fuck what the ratings say. That would be a great uh, championship for just NBA fans, basketball fans. That's two great teams. Amen. Because pure stats. That is. Because when 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 Kevin Durant joined the Warriors, nobody's watching those Cavs Warriors. Nobody. Nobody. Yeah. Those were four one. I think it was four. Oh, everyone! Everyone watched. Everyone first watched 2016. Every, everyone watched the first one, 2015. Everyone watched the second one, 2016, when LeBron came back. Once KD came and they and won they two in a row, one. everybody watched the first one because they were interested in what would happen. But then the second one was a sweep, and it's like we're not watching that. No, the first one, the Warriors won. Then the second one, the Cavs won. So then the third one was all hyped up, which was the Durant's first one. Yeah, people watch so that. Everyone watched the first three. By the then time it was, it was the one, fourth one, like, no one was watching the fourth. I didn't watch the fourth one. Again, I, I think the game Celtics one. team now is legit. I don't want to like downplay that. I think that the second half of the season has truly been something to notice where, to the point where like we could make the final. However, if it ends up being Bucks and Suns, like don't underestimate that. Like that could be a very entertaining, good matchup for the league. I think the Celtics Suns would be unreal too though. I really didn't think it would. I think the Celtics is, I think we lose in, in six, but I think six. I think the Suns are an underrated team. Again, they've 
That's crazy. Game six of the TD Garden. Can we just say like one the more sun, thing? The Suns are beating the Celtics. I'll stop talking about the Suns. But the Suns have gotten a franchise record. Smart on Chris Paul. To the point where like. Stop it. Obviously, Steve Nash never made a final. Paul but... passes, bro. We don't need to shoot. Yeah, every right. year. Put, put Jalen Brown in deep book. Put Jalen Brown in deep book. Same with Charles Barkley. Like, the Suns have, although they, you know, aren't known for winning a finals, like, I believe they never have, they have had some good regular season teams. And this I team mean, Charles Barkley is unreal. deserves recognition. Steve Nash. Losing last Mark year Dimeyer. in the finals, giving Chris Paul $120 million for four years. <laughs> that was outrageous. 36-year-old, like, Keep your eye on the Suns team. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Jerk off the Suns, guy. This guy. has been one long response response to, yes. The Suns will not win the finals. I hate to break it to you. Even to play the Bucs or not beating the Bucs. There's a reason why the Suns will not win the finals. Jules, I'm going to remember that. I'm going to remember that. What's wrong with I know. No. Why? Why? Because they don't get a lot of media coverage. They're not good. Because they don't. The Suns have no chance to win the finals. They have no chance. I, I, I would not want to I watch thought that, that after they lost they had the Bucks, no chance. After they lost they the were up two games in the box. They, they blew it. After they lost Jules, the why are you talking about last year, bro? You love talking about the past. Bro, the fact no, that you went up. The fact that you went up 2-0 and they couldn't they couldn't close that out. Chris what is last year's team have to do with this year? You lost in six. number one seed in the West. Give them a little respect. because You lost four games in a row. You lost four games in a row in the finals. That's hard to do. After you go up 2-0, you lost four in a row. Oh, wait. So... So does that mean – so that's going to just happen again, right? I just shouldn't watch. They, they, that's just – it's just going to repeat. That was their right? best chance. You're up 2 you're up two How is that their best chance? They have a better team this year. They have a better team this year in a weaker conference. How is that their best chance? Who's going to stop Giannis? Who's going to stop? How do you know the Bucks are getting there? No, facts. The, the Suns have far and wide to close point. They have been a more consistent, better team than the Bucks this year. You can make an argument because of injuries, but the Suns just – you know, Chris Paul was out for over two months, bro. They have been right. a better team regular season, hands down. All right. I think that's all good and good, but will they beat the Bucs in the finals? Let, let me hear your answer. I think they could. I think they are a better team than last year in the finals. I don't know who would win that How are they better? How are they better? Jules, I don't Chris know. Chris Paul's a year older. How is he better? How are they better? Because he's been out for two years. Devin Booker's in the Devin Booker's Devin Booker might be better. I'll give you that. Oh, they've, they've had two years to play together. How are they better? They've DeAndre, won more DeAndre games. DeAndre was so soft in the finals, dude. He was so soft in the finals. He should have dominated that game. He had Brooke Lopez on him. Jules, you got to dominate that Jules, game. You're, Jules, you're actually a clown. Like, if you think that, like, you wouldn't watch because they have no chance. I'm not going to sit here and definitively say, yeah, the Suns are beating the Bucks. I have no idea who's winning that. That's two great basketball teams. But to sit here and be, oh, I'm not watching that. They have no chance. You're a clown. Like, Don't it's watch like teams them. Playing the, it's like teams playing the Bulls, dude, back in the day. Like, people are like, oh, they have a chance. The Jazz – you know what they are? They're the Utah Jazz when they played the Bulls. People are like, oh, they got a chance. They got a chance. No, they have no chance against Michael Jordan. Let's just say they have no chance against Giannis. Seriously. I mean, they, they had a chance. They took him like, six chance, games. They had a chance, but guess what happened? Yep. Giannis – They didn't capitalize on it. What What does the 86 Bulls have to do with the fucking – or 86 Jazz have to do with fucking okay. this year's Suns? This is an unstoppable man. Named Giannis, just like there was an unstoppable dude named Michael Jordan. Simple. Chris yeah, Milton, Sky Pippen. It's, it's just completely different. It's I two completely that. different teams. different. It's two so completely different teams in a different era of basketball. That's why it's different. It's 36 years apart in a completely different era of basketball. And last time I checked, Giannis isn't Michael Jordan. John John Stockton, one of the best point guards of all time. Zero rings. Chris Paul, one well, of the best point guard of all time. I'll Zero ring after this year. I'll give you this. I think. We're Boom. always, at the end of the day, going to disagree over this this topic personally. But, however, 
I mean, Bucks Suns this year it looks as good as a coin flip to me. I, I believe <laughs> in the Suns, but I think that if I agree, they play each other again, coin it's flip. a great matchup. I agree. It's yeah, like, it's a double sided coin, but it's like Bane versus Batman, second fight. Oh, Batman wins. Uh, that's why I'm going with the Suns in seven. This has been one really that. long way to say that Giannis is the best player in the league. He's the best player. In the league. <laughs> Not even close. Actually, it's pretty close. Kevin Durant's up. And I also it's, think that I, the, uh, I think it's Oscars decently real. close, but I don't think KD has a real argument against them. All right, we're wrapping it up. We're moving on. To uh, speaking of goats, too Tom much Brady. NBA talk, man. Tom Brady is the goat. Listen to this: Bruce Arias, coach of the Bucks. Everybody knows Bruce Arias. Arians. So all set. You don't even know his name. Arias, Arians, whatever. Bruce Arians. So he was all set for the season when Tom Brady retired. Nobody, he didn't even mention retiring. Like this is like this the most random thing ever. And then all of a sudden, Tom Brady comes back, and the news is he retires, and Todd Bowles is the head coach. I'm telling you right now, Tom Brady wanted Bruce Arians, Bruce Arians out. It's, it's, it's no if and buts about it, and the Bucks listened. Do you agree, Cole? Yep. Because like what is that? It was the most random thing ever. He's like, oh, we're set to we're set for the season with Tom Brady without Tom Brady, blah blah blah. And listen, Bruce Arians is—he's a dick, bro. He, what type of person? He's also what type a of bad coach? coach. He always blamed Tom Brady, dude. You can't blame a, a quarterback that's established like that and just throw it, throw him under the bus every he's time. Not even a dick. Off, he's, there's a reason he never had success when he had pretty decent teams. I mean, Jameis Winston—I know me and you love him, obviously. Jameis Winston isn't a bad quarterback or a, a super elite quarterback by any means, but he's not a bad quarterback. He could have had way better seasons with the amount of talent that he had even before Tom Brady got there. I just don't think Bruce Arians is that good of a coach. And I think Brady's probably said, I'm not coming back if Arians is my coach. And they said, okay, well, it looks like he's your GM now or whatever the fuck he is. I don't Listen, even know what always, he is. You always butt his name in there, dude. You, you're not you're coaching Tom Brady. There's not anything you could tell him that Bill Belichick has already told him in his life. You're not going to teach him anything new. And he just wouldn't get that. He would not just step aside and say, you know what? You're the GOAT. You just... Like, if you can't coach somebody like that, seriously. And he would always throw his name under the bus, which makes no sense. You can't throw the GOAT quarterback's names under the bus. You just have to talk about the team. It's I mean, awful. if it's a coincidence, it's one hell of a coincidence, which is why exactly. I don't think it is. What do you think, Reese? Anything to say about this topic? Um, so I, I definitely don't know too much about this, but the fact that, you know, just looking at this as an outsider, the Bucks won the Super Bowl, not this year, but the year before. If you have a coach that moves to GM, definitely in these. I don't think he's GM. I just don't really know what his. He's just in the front office now. I don't think he's GM. He's is he? Front, he's in the. Is no, he? he is. Yeah. yeah. No, he's I thought he's retired. He's in the GM. No, he he's in the front office. But it's still a little bit weird that Brady won the Super Bowl. You know, a year later they don't make it. Brady retires less than a little over a month. He comes back. And, and then, and then what? Less than three weeks later, Bruce Arians announces his retirement. If. If I'm a Tampa fan, like I'm scratching my head a little bit. Um, this stuff happens, but I think that's a little bit weird given their recent success with Brady. I, I think it's a little bit odd. I think Todd Bowles is just going to take a step back and say, you know what, Tom, it's your team. I think Todd Bowles is going to run the defense and Tom Brady's going to run the offense. Well, I've been, I, you know, I've heard from people I know a lot about NFL that Bruce Arians is one of the greatest coaches ever. So. <laughs> Who told you that? Who said that? Michael. No, Sarah. I thought Michael wasn't a fan of Bruce Arians. Uh, well, last I asked, I asked about that, and he said that he was definitely one of the greatest to ever do it. Look at the roster he had. Wow. He went like six and something. He didn't make. He went six and something. 
I, roster. I, I respect Michael's football knowledge. I'm going to sit here right now and tell you he knows more about the NFL than I do, but that sounds like a fucking terrible take. Well, so after I heard that, though, I did look it up, and Bruce Arians does have the most wins in uh, Buccaneers franchise history, which I know is a little bit controversial. The Suckaneers. Yeah, the Tampa Bay Suckaneers. That's what they were called back then. I mean, I don't know. He was an old coach. You know, one thing that's interesting to me is, like, the Seahawks, like, Pete Carroll, and where did they go after – Pete Carroll's not a go, dude. Nothing is chewing gum on the sidelines. I'm seeing seeing this (laughs) shitty dude. The Seahawks have been nothing since they lost Super Bowl. Seriously, they've been trash. They've been. been I don't blame Russell. They've always they've always been like a sneaky team that you kind of got to be scared of a little bit. But they've never been real contenders. They're like, uh, you know, we're doing the real. They're jazz. We're doing the same. Yeah, they're the jewels. We're on the same fucking wavelength. I was gonna say the same thing. They're a good team. They always make it to the playoffs. Maybe if they don't make it to the playoffs, they're fighting for it. But you're never really scared that they're going to lift up the Lombardi Trophy. And Russell, I'm, I'm pretty sure Russell was so sick of that clown just chewing gum on the sidelines, spitting nonsense. He wanted to get out of there. So good for my man Russell. But that's but Bruce Arians. Arians Bruce Arians. That was, that was – when I saw that, that was the first thing that came to my mind was, oh, well, I guess Tom Brady wanted a new coach. And Todd Boyles, great coach, by the way. I think they, they also just had a perfectly capable coach lined up like right after him because I'm pretty sure he was what their defensive coordinator last year. So yeah, that probably but, goes, in, that probably goes into the decision a little bit too. When Tom comes back and says, Hey, I don't know if I want Bruce as my coach and they just have Todd Bull sitting as the defensive coordinator. I mean, that's like almost too easy of a decision. So, so where do you see the bucks? You think they finished better record with Todd Bulls? I don't know Maybe. about record. I, I just, I feel like regular season, especially I feel like Tom Brady is going into the, the LeBron James approach here for regular season. I think he actually does not give a fuck about the regular season. So record-wise, couldn't tell you, but I think they have a better chance of winning the Super Bowl with uh, Todd Bowles as their coach. Because I'll tell you what, that, that play against – that Cooper Cup play will scar me for life, dude. The fact that they love that play to Cooper Cup. I mean, Tom Brady was about to march the greatest comeback of all time until that fucking Cooper Cup play. Seriously, that would have been the greatest comeback of all time if Tom Brady completed that against the Rams. And then who knows what would happen. Maybe Tom Brady wins another one, and then he goes out and retires on top. But I'm telling you right now, I think the Bucs, they, they at least made it to the NFC Championship. The, the division's a joke now, though. No Drew Brees. There's no – the Falcons are like Marcus Mariota, like, give me a break. And then the Panthers, like, who's even their quarterback next year? Seriously. Sam Darnold again? Give me a break. The Bucs are going to walk away with that division, probably sweep the division, and I see them in the NFC Championship. But then yeah, the Rams – That division, would, that division before Tom Brady came back was looking like one of the worst divisions I've seen in a, in a long time. All I'll say is this. I don't know enough about this topic to comment on Bruce Arians. However, it's crazy to me, like, how stacked the AFC is in terms of quarterbacks. Next year, it's it's looking a little bit ridiculous. Like, it's crazy how many good quarterbacks are in the AFC next year. It's yeah, we scary. talked about that. Like, Matt Jones it's probably nice. not even a top, top eight quarterback, top nine it, I mean, you're right there. Like, it's it's crazy, bro. I mean, we think about – People are saying he's third in our division, which, which I think that's criminal. But, um, there's definitely an argument for that. I mean, Tua, not dude. In a bad way. What, I like Max Jones, but he's in his second year. But like, it's it's crazy. You think yeah, about we're giving Russ, too much Russ shit. Is, Russ is an elite quarterback going to the Broncos, so that's going to be considered. Obviously, Derek Carr and the team. That Matt been Ryan to the Colts. Matt Ryan to the Colts is another one. He's been an MVP. He's played in the Super Bowl. Matt Ryan, Jonathan Taylor. Everybody's sleeping on the, the like, Colts. Ryan Tannehill. Colts are nice. Ryan Tannehill. Like a lot of us didn't used to consider him a good quarterback or like a stud for the team that he had. 
And now he'll be what? He'll, he's not like top eight. In the we didn't even talk about Ryan Tannehill. Uh, uh, we didn't Anderson even mention him. We didn't yeah. even mention Ryan Tannehill above. That's what I'm saying. Oh, Matt Jones is 10 then. There's probably about. You're like, putting like, Ryan Tannehill above Mac Jones? Yes. Yes. Uh, Come on. Cool. That's pretty fishy. That's pretty, that's pretty clear, Cole. You disagree? You think Matt Jones better than Ryan Tannehill? No comment. All I'll say is what? Hey, what? Cole. I well, fucking I, hate – I I think Ryan Tannehill – this isn't a new wave. This is, like, n- something I've been preaching for a long time. You know this, Jules. Ryan Tannehill is not a good quarterback. He's not good. And he proved why he's not – they lost he, – he threw the game-deciding pick in their, in their playoff game. He has fucking Derrick Henry in his backfield and a great defense and A.J. Brown to throw the ball to. And the best he's done is won one playoff game. Nice. Congrats. He was also a fucking – Horrible quarterback for the Miami Dolphins. Awful. We saw him twice a year as a free win. No. Well, well, maybe, I'm a little. Concerned you can maybe about say his, he's uh, better. Maybe if you want to say he's better. Wow. Yeah, that was all him. <laughs> I, I think the most underrated trade, the craziest thing I've seen. Again, I'm not like an expert in NFL, but I'm just wondering, like, why on earth did Tyree Kill get traded to the Dolphins? And I know that the Chiefs got Valdez Scantling in return. So number one, that's my own question: is like, what's going to happen there? Number two. How would you want Valdez Scantling? Who, who is Rodgers going to throw to? Like, in the NFC, other than Rodgers and Brady. I think they get Odell. Like, like Murray, I think they get Odell. Murray and the Rams, obviously. I mean, the AFC, to me, is just way more competitive of, of a conference than, than the NFC. Next that's year. why I think, honestly, that's why Tom Brady came back. Because he saw the NFC is wide open. It's why? Stafford, and that's it. And, I mean, Stafford the Cardinals, and Green Bay, too. The Rams are legit, but. You still got Green care. Bay. Green Bay. Who is he, he going to throw to? Seriously, the, the Green Green Bay. Green Who's Bay right Adam now. Adam Lazard. Las Las Vegas has Green Bay as the second best odds win the NFC behind the Rams. It is nonsense, though. Who you actually not throw even to? behind the Rams? I think it's behind the the Bucks. I think the Rams are yeah. third. And they had the pa- they had the Packers the best odds to win the Super Bowl last year. How did that turn out? Fair. But seriously, who's going to throw still, to? There's still Lazard. a team you should be scared of. They still have sign Jordy Nelson. Jordy Nelson to come out of retirement. If Aaron Rodgers is on your team, you got a chance. Like, I'm not writing off the Packers yet. Am I saying they're going to beat the Bucs? I don't think they're a better team than the Bucs, but I don't think they're a team that the Bucs can overlook. You were saying with Bruce Arians, again, I don't know enough about the topic, but it's a little bit fishy, certainly if you're a Tampa fan and you see everything that's happened in recent weeks with Brady. Um, and like Jules said, Arians saying himself that he would come back. Uh, that's certainly a little bit fishy to me. Yeah, I think I think we can all confirm here that this wasn't just a coincidence. I think Tom Brady came back and I mean we don't know for sure, but the timing's a little weird. The fact that Bruce Arians and Tom Brady never were really on the same foot, a little weird. And the fact that they just had Todd Bowles waiting as the defensive coordinator. It seems choreographed. It doesn't seem like a coincidence to me. I think the offense is literally in Tom Brady's hands now. He's calling the plays, he's doing everything. So we're gonna see what happens. I think it'll be for the good. And I think I think they'll be better for it. Tom Brady. Tom yeah. Brady could coach himself. I'm like, I don't think Tom Brady needs to coach. To be honest, I mean, obviously the offense, like there, he can't be a player coach, obviously, because he himself might understand the game better than some NFL coaches. But he's still got ten guys on his offense, other guys sitting on the bench that obviously need coaching. Um. But in terms of Tom Brady running the offense, you could not I, – I don't know if you could pick a better coach in the NFL to run an offense than Tom Brady. Maybe uh, – what's his name? 
The Rams coach. Sean McVay. How mucked are you, buddy? How, how, deep, how deep are you? Who's bottom? This is brand new. Yeah, that's actually crazy, bro. I mean, I'm it's only like halfway done. It's a little more than that. All right. Well, I think you guys losing connection was God telling us to move on to the next to, segment. No, a very important topic. Because um, personally, again, I don't think it was staged. I know a lot of people have. And I, <laughs> We're not on that yet. We're not on that yet. You, stop Stop jumping the gun. We got one more. This has to do with movies, though. It has to do with movies. It has to do with movies. I know. This is important because I have an answer for this. I have an answer for this. And I want to admit, for top three movies, I'm a little uncultured when it comes to movies in general. I know that a lot of people say... Don't say Avengers. No, a lot of... Obviously not. A lot of people (laughs) do say Full Metal Jacket. That's a good one. In Platoon on the Vietnam War. You know, directed by Oliver Stone. 1980s, Willem Dafoe, all that. I'm a, little, I'm, your a boy. Little, I'm a little ashamed to say I haven't seen it, but <gasps> I w- there's a lot of good war movies. That being said, I put Saving Pat Ryan and yep. you know Dunkirk and Hacksaw Ridge in there. Personally, one of the best. Yes, Reese. Reese. Hacksaw Ridge, Andrew Garfield. I'm pretty positive he won an Oscar for it based on a true story. Hacksaw Ridge, a movie that you're going to see. I've actually never see. seen it. Unreal. Oh my God, Jules. In the Army in World War II, Andrew Garfield portrays him. Yes. You know, he portrayed Spider-Man. Yes, he won an Oscar for this. He didn't fire. It's based on a true story. The soldier he didn't want to fire a single bullet to the point where he like repelled off a mountaintop and saved all these guys who were like wounded and he would pull them up, but he he never wanted to fire a single bullet. He didn't believe. Yeah. So he was he was such a like big Christian. This is a real story. He was he wanted to join the war effort, but he was such a strong Catholic and, and Christian that he did not believe in killing. So they basically laughed him off. They basically laughed him off and said, what, you're going to be a soldier that, like, doesn't use a gun? Like, what do you think this is? And they, like, tried all boot camp to, like, knock him down and, like, make him quit and make him go home. And he He just kept coming back. And then they were like, all right, then you can be, like, a medic. So he went into battle as a medic without a gun. And just You know how many people he saved? Like, just just take a guess. 100? It was, like, over 80 lives that he saved. Like he up and yeah. down this mountaintop, like he would rappel down, take people up, wouldn't fire a single shot while everyone else is getting shot at. Reese, like, yeah, Reese, I still, thought. What if somebody came up to him? He was dead. Reese, I thought no one was going to say that movie. That was like going to be like my sleeper pick. One, yeah, I mean, I put it in there again because, like I said, I haven't seen Platoon. And I haven't seen Dunkirk. I need to see Dunkirk. Dunkirk was great. Fury. Fury, uh, 1917 is a great movie too. That came yep. out in, I believe, 2020. Yep. That was a great movie. But I, I would for sure put Hacksaw Ridge if you haven't seen it already. Great movie. No, 1917. One. The fact that they like, all right, it's filmed where it's like it's just a continuing shot. Like there's no breaks. Like I don't know if you guys, if I'm explaining that right, yeah. but it's just one continuing shot. It's like literally. It looks like a play. Did one shot. Yeah, exactly. There's no cuts. It's actually unreal. That's the part that makes it unreal. And the scenery in that movie, 1917, is just it, it's. It's bar none, dude. Some of the scenes in that movie are like, wow, I feel like I'm in a war right now. It's a great movie. But also, I just seen this recently. I remember I texted you, Cole. I was watching it. Saving Pride Ryan it has to be up there, dude. It's that one. A classic it has, Reese, Saving Pride Ryan is one for you? Definitely. I've seen it's, that. It's, it's one for I've me, too. I've seen Dunkirk, and I've seen um, Hacksaw Ridge, again, with Andrew Garfield, but I have not seen. There's a lot of Vietnam ones that Platoon, I need to see. Platoon, I've heard, is very. Very powerful movie. I know I know enough about American Sniper where like a lot of people either think it's propaganda or when I personally saw it myself, I saw it Gillette. A lot of old people in attendance that night that 
cried. You American liked it? Sniper. I liked American Sniper. American Sniper is a fantastic I, movie. I know people that have been in that have said that like it's a little bit propaganda, but I also it know is a propaganda. Lot of that have said I mean, it's, it's World a War movie bit, is not propaganda. Though, it sorry. is a little propaganda, but exactly, it is. And I mean, you're telling his life story. I mean, look, what do you want like, me to do? You want me to change it, bro? What's that movie with the runner? And he's dude. That's why unbroken. Unbroken. Oh my god, what's the name of that movie? Unbroken. Yes, bro. Unbro- that's in my un- top unbroken three. Unbroken is a uh, unbroken. It's unreal. If you want to see that movie, is, you need to see that movie. One of the best films I've ever seen. Unbroken's unreal. You need to see it. The most motivating movie I've ever. seen. It. Story directed by Angelina Jolie. It was. Very, yes. Very it was directed good. by Angelina Jolie. I did not know yeah. that. And she liked. Wow. Where she gave an interview where she said that she liked directing more than acting after that movie. Bro, that's the most motivating movie. That movie's insane. Dude. Yep. That's a great movie. That's a crazy it's movie. That part so. At the end too. Saving Private Ryan's my one. My two is Hacksaw Ridge. Yep. My three. Now this is a movie I own on DVD. I know I you're the... No, you don't. Yes, I, do. I, I don't even think you know the name of this movie. Actually, I'll save it then. Say it. Say it. What do you think? I'm no, say? I, I'll save it for no, my. What do, what do you, no, what do you think? Is it Lone Survivor? No. I watched this movie the first time with my dad. He he owned it for a while, and then. He was, I was like, we were watching, we were picking movies. This was before like Netflix was a huge thing. And I was just picking movies out of my um, like DVD options. And my dad was like, or I said, what about this movie? My dad's like, oh yeah, I love that movie. We watched it. Act of Valor. Oh, I saw it in theaters. My mom could not even watch that movie, bro. She almost had to leave mid theater. It's so Remember sad. The that... They're torturing the dudes, bro. Huh? Remember like the opening scene where they were torturing the dudes? Yeah. That was no, brutal. Yeah. Act of Valor is an insanely powerful movie the ending is like that's the clo- other than i mean i've cried in a couple movies i've seen that oh, is the closest God. i've ever been to crying like without crying in a, at a movie theater it was unbelievable movie that's my number two saving prior ryan has to be everyone's one though it actually has to be everyone's one i get that well, actually no hacksaw ridge was my two and active hour was three that's the most realistic d-day scene dude the blood dude i've heard i've heard that platoon is like Great because it was such a great depiction of the Vietnam War. And personally, like one of my grandfather's best friends was a prisoner of war in the Vietnam War for seven years. And I called him last week and he was saying how he's like a little bit far removed from speaking about that experience. He's like, he thinks it's just important to move on and that he was very fortunate, not like a hero, but very fortunate to survive that. Um, this dude was, by the way, was in the uh, same prisoner of war camp as John McCain. And today he thinks that the issues are a lot more pressing than that. But, you know, that being said, it's it's crazy because. Is that the movie where it's like that famous yeah. saying, I love smell napalm in the morning? Is that, is that that movie? Probably. But like the Vietnam War, for example, it lasted 10 years. And like it was a war against communism. Where in that in that movie specifically, Platoon was a depiction of how, you know, officers turned against enlisted people giving orders. So I don't know. It was just interesting because it was a long war. That didn't really turn out as planned. Speaking of Vietnam, are we counting Forrest Gump as a war movie? No. no. If so, that's then that's good. if so, that's like my it, the thing. It has war in it. It's not a war movie. True. Good, good war scene though. It does have a good war scene? Great, good, great war scenes. That's dude. Forrest Gump is just like. It, I feel like it doesn't get enough recognition, like in terms of greatest movies of all time, just because everyone knows how great it is. Yeah, like everyone well, just kind of like is like, oh well, yeah, obviously Forrest Gump's really good, but have you ever seen blank blank? Like, 
Forrest Gump needs to be started like seriously putting in like top ten movies of all time conversations. That, maybe movie that's I a hot take. Masterpiece, dude. And that's that's a masterpiece. Well, Cole, I that know you lose, but you know, obviously Tom Hanks considered one of the best actors ever, and he's in Saving Private Ryan, the lead in yeah, both. Yeah, I mean, Forrest there's not Gump a single movie that Tom Hanks is in that's just like completely written Tom off. Tom Hanks has never been in a bad movie. You might give Tom Hanks a bad script, but he will make the movie at least watchable. Yeah. I at mean, least watchable. Captain Phillips. I love that movie. Captain too. Phillips. By the way, that captain was from Vermont. Um, he was. <laughs> yeah. But the Somalian dude. Yeah. No, no, no. The actual- no, the Somalian dude's from Somalia. <laughs> was he actually? What? Was he actually? Question. The dude who was portrayed by Tom Tom Hanks was from Vermont. Yes. Oh, I actually heard something about that movie when they were filming it. Right. They got these dudes from from Somalia, Africa, and they didn't like they didn't meet Tom Hanks yet. They just filmed the scene. And like I heard, everybody on set were like scared, like out of their mind because they thought they were so real. And if you watch the movie, dude, those Somali dudes—they'll have you fooled, dude. They look exactly from the movie. It's scary, honestly. And it turned out to be like the nicest dudes ever. But they didn't meet him before they, they set the scene, so it was, they were so scared. Everybody on set was so scared. It's an interesting fact. But uh, I have to go with Saving Pride and Ryan. Then maybe Theory. I don't know. I love Theory. That was a great movie. I'm a scene for I would go with Dunkirk. I think that's a great movie. Again, pretty long, very little dialogue, but it's a great depiction of um, D-Day on Normandy. So I'd highly, highly recommend seeing that. I haven't seen Full Metal Jacket or Platoon, like I said. Full Metal Jacket was good. Dunkirk. Sad, though. Full Metal Jacket was sad. A lot of war movies are sad. Yeah. Lone Survivor. War is sad. You guys not like Lone Survivor? That movie was I like Lone Survivor. It's not even anything to depict. Like, it's not a good thing that we have all these movies, to be honest. Like, if you think about it, it's something that's like, Okay. Five dudes, dude, against the, all those people. I was nuts. Lone Survivor was the actual four dudes. Was, was the, yeah, um, Lone Survivor is a great movie. It was the greatest Navy SEAL loss in history. That event. Zero Dark Thirty. Have you guys ever seen Zero Dark Thirty? I have not. But that's the movie. That's the movie about the SEAL team that uh, killed Osama bin Laden. Great. Oh, movie. I've seen that one. Well, hey, that one was good. Don't don't mess with the SEALs, man. That's all I'll say is, don't don't mess with the SEALs. It's one well. So. What, what is another movie I'm missing? Oh so, my god, and Inglorious Bastards. That's my one. Yeah, Never mind. Oh, Inglorious Bastards is really good. Well, that's on World War Two, right? Yeah. That's a Bond. great one. Yeah. Michael Fassbender. That's a great, great one. Cast. That's 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 two. That's two. And All right, Fury there we go. Three. Pride and Ryan, Inglorious Bastards, and Fury Three. Perfect. That's All right, um, watch those movies. Reese, what's yours? Um, so I'm a little naive here. Like I haven't seen, but based on what I've seen, I give Lone Survivor. Um, Hacksaw Ridge and probably I haven't seen Full Metal Jacket or Platoon, but I probably have you seen Saving that. Private Ryan. Have you? I've seen, seen Saving Private Ryan. Have you seen Glorious Bastard? Are you not putting Hacksaw Saving Ridge Private Ryan on there? What's up? Are you not putting Saving Private Ryan in your top three? No, I would. I would. I've yeah, I've seen that. I haven't seen Full Metal Jacket. That one. Have you seen Glorious Bastards? I've seen a little bit. I've seen. The you gotta watch the it, movie. Yeah. Oh my god. That dude who plays that that German dude is sensational. I forgot the name of the actor. Yeah, Michael Fassbender. That, I think yeah, it's dude, sensational. Dude. The German officer. Yes, he yeah. was so good in that movie. Yeah. Oh my god. Real Brad quick, my my top three finalized is one Saving Private Ryan, two, um, Hacksaw Ridge, and three Act of Valor. But I would it, this was already mentioned, but my honorable mention that I, I wanted to bring up, but you guys already did. Nineteen Seventeen. That. I just think the way that that thing is shot is just unbelievable. That was a great movie. No, Underrated. Movie. If you've seen it, it's it's one of the best. That and, is a great um, movie. You know, speaking about 
you know, most recent war um, on the red carpet a couple of days ago. <laughs> Here we go. That's a good All transition. Right, we're gonna, we're gonna go right into the, right into the conspiracy. Right into the right into it. This kid's been alluding to it since the before the show uh, started. All right. I, I personally think that. Can I introduce it first? <laughs> Give me five seconds. You can go right into your rant. Hey, Give me five. All of America. All right. About? <laughs> we go into our conspiracy. Everybody knows the conspiracy. It's one of the biggest events all week. I'm pretty sure it's been posted on Instagram a gazillion times. Twitter, what a day. Year. Top three day of in Twitter history. Twitter history. Twitter was going crazy for 48 hours. I have a class. Crazy. I have a class at Dean College called uh, uh, communications class or whatever it was. I don't even know the name of it. That's what I'm it's called. Communication class or whatever it was. Tell me, I don't even know the name of it. It's communications. But listen, for an hour, we heard about the differences and like the, the psychological. We, they talked, they broke down the whole fucking thing about the slap. And I heard about this thing a million times. We get to the business, the conspiracy. Was it real or was it planned by the Oscars? People say the Oscars have been going down. And ever since that thing, everybody's been talking about the Oscars and they're going to want to see it next year. And I mean, it might have saved the Oscars. But Reese, Sit down. Give us, give us your spiel, Reese. You've been waiting to talk. So I personally have seen enough videos where <laughs> I know a lot of um, comedians, such as you know Joe Rogan, Bill Maher, are a little pissed off about this. They've been making jokes. Even Ricky Gervais, I saw a funny post. I don't know if you know who that is. He hosted the Oscars. Ricky Gervais before. is a – who doesn't know who Ricky Gervais is? Joseph, you don't exactly. know who Ricky Gervais is. He took is. a big shit on the whole Oscars, and people said, you know, even though he took a big shit on everyone, he didn't mention them by name. What if he did? He's like, I wouldn't have. I would have mentioned, you know, I would have made fun of the open marriage that Will Smith and his wife are in. But anyway, <laughs> um, you know, I heard like Joe Rogan say, for example, it's it's it almost looks as if Will Smith thought it was I Robot or fucking Deadshot, where <laughs> you know his lips are quivering. He That's the best acting. He slaps him. He deserves it. Honestly, like first of all, Chris Rock should hit him back. He turns around and walks away like it's a movie. Like you know. You can't just go up and hit someone and, and sit back down like that. And I, it was a GI Jane joke. Like if you're a comedian and you're looking at that, it was a soft joke. It's it like a soft. joke. It was a soft joke. I mean, roast happen all the time, and roast happen all the time. Yeah, I get it. Will Smith, like like Will Smith, like or Chris Rock. I don't think he crossed the line, but I can see like okay, yeah, Chris uh, Will Smith maybe getting a little upset slap somebody that. over it. But but you you go backstage after the show and you confront him. You don't go up on stage in front of millions of people and slap them. Like that is just not the correct way to handle that situation. If you're talking about if, if you're talking about in terms of keep my wife's name out your expletive mouth. Um, you can say it on this podcast. Later, yeah, you, you can well, swear well as I'm just saying, like, as far as this event has aged, if you're talking about you want to call him out for keeping his wife's name out your mouth, I'm going to say that that didn't work too well. <laughs> because this is, at this point in time, a week later is the most popular moment in TV history, and all everyone's oh, talking about it. Eight million views. Is it really TV yeah. history? Relax. It, I'm no, gonna, it's not. I'm gonna say it didn't go as well as keep my wife's name out of your mouth because everyone now knows about it in America. That has been the hottest topic of news in the last week. So I'm gonna say Listen, it didn't every, go everybody forgot about the war, poo, and everything. Everybody was talking about Chris Rock and smacked in the face. First of all. First no one all, even talks about Will Smith down. winning the award after. Everyone just talks about how he slapped him. He won That's best actor. He literally. stole the moment. He stole the moment from the Serena Williams sisters, who the movie was about, by the way, her dad, in the moment. And I think Will Smith might have thought he was still in the movie. Because why would you 
Why would you slap? So, so I Chris disagree Rock? there a little bit because um, RB Weinstein kept his Oscar. So I'm not all too surprised that Will Smith kept his for just slapping someone. I don't him. mind Will Smith keeping his Oscar. I don't mind him keeping. Nobody said anything about taking away his Oscar. Yeah, I don't mind just him. Keep, he he, no, he earned saying. his he earned his Oscar. I'm just saying, not a, not a lot of people are talking about the fact that he literally won probably a top three prestigious award in the Oscars. I mean, that's yeah, best actor is probably other than like best film and best director. That I mean, those are probably like the the top three awards that you can get. He won it like five minutes after he slapped him in the face. I mean, that is fucking hilarious. Which makes it a little fishy that maybe it was staged. I mean, the timing, that timing is crazy. He slaps, he slaps Chris Rock in the face. Everyone's talking about it. Everyone watches, and then he wins Best Actor and has to go up on stage and give a speech. Yeah. That's a little fishy, but I think it was real. But also, imagine if that was Kanye. Seriously, he would have been taken out, and he'd have been handcuffed, taken out. He's been straight. He went to prison. He would have got the lethal injection if that was Kanye. Well, so I don't Seriously. Think, I, come I, on. I That's say, ridiculous. I don't think it's, it's staged because number one, the Oscars ratings have been hurting for a while now. Number two, I don't think it's staged because um, personally, like the marriage that Will Smith and his wife, Jada Pinkett Smith, it's are in. Disaster. Where, where it's, it's public knowledge that, you know, she had a relationship with August Aslina, I think his name is. And but, Tupac. If you watch yeah. that video, dude, yeah, I man. actually feel bad for Will Smith, dude. She's like, I finally was happy. He's like, why yeah. did you do it? And he's like, she's like, I finally was happy. It was the best time of my life ever. Like, yeah. That, that's more embarrassing than, I mean, than the slap. Seriously. If you look at the joke itself, Will Smith had it funny. He found he laughed. He laughed. He laughed at it at first. The camera pans to his wife who like rolls her eyes and then he gets up and does something. Now, I think personally that um, it, it just kind of shows like the fakeness of Hollywood, but also, you know, it's it's not like a real marriage. They have an open marriage. So, but he but, can't. But that's cheat. why I, I think it was a little real because from my understanding, he didn't want the marriage to be open, but like kind of accepted it. But, but she did when they took a little break or whatever. So, how do you know? How do you know he can't, Jules? I'm pretty sure he can't. I'm pretty you- sure an open relationship works where they both can. Have you, have you heard Will Smith cheat on her? I, it wouldn't be cheating. But I don't, there's, been, there's been no talk about it. I mean, Has I'm it? sure he's fucked a couple girls. and Probably. I disagree, dude. Probably. Would you, maybe not as high would you want to be with your wife like that? Dude, she literally said that's the only time I was happy was fucking somebody else. Yeah, so why would he not fuck someone else? Why, you, why, why would he still be with her? Was she after she Because now it's an open relationship. Kid. They're still married. They don't have to go through the complications yeah, of a divorce, but he gets that. to fuck other people. First of all, why are, they, why are they letting this news out? Why are they broadcast? That's the thing about Hollywood. Why are you broadcasting the people? They broadcast they everyone's private information, bro. There's no like you that, can't live a private life in Hollywood. Yes, you can. But what you, who lives lives. a private life in Hollywood? Their frustration lies with the point that, you know, it sets. It, I wouldn't say it sets a precedent because it certainly doesn't, but it sets a precedent for dumb people. Like if you're a dumb person who's like drunk at a comedy special, if you're going to walk up stage and hit him, you might try it. Like, there you'll get, like, maced. And Joe Rogan would, Joe Rogan would, would, would yeah. kick this dude in the dome. Did you see what Wiz Khalifa said? Did you see what Wiz Khalifa what? said? He's, Wiz Khalifa said, if you go on stage and slap me, you're getting shot, I promise. He said that? Well, and Jim, yeah. Jim, Carrey, <laughs> Jim Carrey said that um, Chris Rock should have sued for $200 million because, like, oh this God. moment is going to live with Chris Rock the rest of his life. So? You know, like, he'd probably profit off of And he'd be sure. he'd look like a bitch if he applied for a lawsuit. I no, honestly I, think I his agree. credibility would go down if he applied for a lawsuit. I mean, that's it's a slap, bro. I get you got embarrassed a little bit. 
I don't like know everyone's do everyone's coming at Will Smith's neck. No one's talking. No one's faulting Chris Rock. Also, Shannon Sharp on the speed was like, Chris Rock's a way better man than me. I'm telling you, if, if Will yeah. Smith put his hands on me like that. All right, okay. let's let us let us finish this up because you guys are drunk and <laughs> your Wi-Fi has cut off like six times and I'm starting to get really hungry. So, all right. Is there, okay. is there anything else that we want to add here? Be- before we give our final <laughs> picks, is there anything we want to add here? For if this is no, real. I think that it wasn't staged. No. I, I don't want to bash on Will Smith. I think he's going through something you, with you, his open marriage. You brought up a good point, though. I'm going to cut off. Tell him about the cut where he just turned around. Oh, yeah. Will Smith just turned around. Like, like that tells me that he he believes too much. He's a little too content with being an Oscar-nominated actor in iRobot and fucking I Am Legend. Like, if, if, if anyone else hit someone in the face like that and just walks away and turn their back on them, I'd be, like, scared that I'm going to get knocked out. I don't know. Like, seriously, would you smack somebody cold and then turn around? Uh, I don't know. I've never smacked someone before, so. You would not. You would think, like, obviously he's going to try to do something back, so you would try to defend yourself. But I mean, I don't think he wanted to get in a fist fight on the stage of the Oscars. I think he just slapped him and walked back to his seat. And Chris Rock handled it like a professional. Chris Rock needs some credit here. The way he handled that, I mean, he could have went off on Will Smith or just gone off the rails. The show could have easily started going off the rails. He acted pretty professionally. I mean, I know some people are upset about that joke, but post-slap, the show went pretty smoothly. So, If that was Dwayne The Rock Johnson, though, or, or Mark Wahlberg getting slapped, you think they're just taking it, though? Uh, I don't know. Hard to say. So that's where I'm like... But is Will Smith walking up there and smacking Dwayne The Rock Johnson? No. No, Absolutely he's not. not. Absolutely not. That's the thing. Because, like, he's obviously bigger than Chris Rock. And he just thought he was unstoppable. Like, who just slapped somebody? Seriously. I mean, I've heard that they're uh, friends. But still. still Probably not anymore. Back to, like, Will Smith laughing at the joke and then looking at his wife and seeing her discontent. It's a little bit odd, but. All right, we're going to take a vote. Do we think it was real? Real. I think, I think it was real. Real. Wow. Sweet. 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 No conspiracy here today. No conspiracy here today. Although. Right. What? No, you're right. Keep going. We're what? What were you going to say? I was going to say, I'll, the Oscars were down, and all of a sudden everybody started talking about the Oscars. Could, could just be a, a random coincidence, but. I mean, that, that is the main argument, right? And it, it's yeah. a pretty solid one, to be honest. But it, it just, all of it looked too real. And the whole backlash with it now, I feel like if it was fake, they wouldn't come out and say it was fake. But, like, it wouldn't be this serious. Like, people are still talking about this. They had a chance to make it the greatest April Fool's joke ever if he just said April Fool's was a exactly. joke. Exactly. That would have been fantastic. That would have been perfect. Chris Rock and Will Smith were in on it. Oh, my God. It would have fooled the whole world. But the fact that it's still being talked about to the extent it is now and that people are bringing up lawsuits and Will Smith's name is getting this tarnished. Like, I don't think Will Smith would risk his name being this tarnished for the Oscars getting I, like, I don't think he cares enough about the Academy to like do this for a publicity stunt. So I think it's real. That's why I think it's real. But also, again, like if you really wanted people to not mention your wife's name, you probably shouldn't have went up stage and slapped them because I guarantee you the joke, although for how like shitty it was or how like bad you perceived it was, um, it wouldn't be talked about this much by the rest of the country if you didn't go up there. Slap it would not be talked about. I guarantee that joke would not be talked about at all right now if it wasn't for the slap. 
It was a, yeah, it was I a mediocre agree. joke. It was a mediocre I joke. Mediocre. I completely agree. <laughs> That's the best part. It's like, wow, really, dude? It was a G.I. Jane joke. Like, Keep my wife's name out your mouth. Yeah, he's acting like, like he fucked her or something. I'm going to. It was a G.I. Jane joke. It's like, dude, you literally have an open relationship. I'm like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? All right, yeah, why are you taking <laughs> To the picks. Reese, you got any picks lined up or what? Nah, nah. I got – I'm going to keep it short and simple. UNC money line, Kansas money line, and Cole, we take over from here. Okay. Well, we got a matchup on the ice tonight. Nope. Tonight is not – 7-1, dude. Saturday, the Bruins, huh? What was it, 7-2 or something? It was, it was 8-1, and then they were up 9-1. But they took the goal away for some reason. I wasn't listening with radio or like there was people in my apartment. So we were like listening to music and stuff. So I wasn't I was just watching, not listening with sound. But I don't know why they took the goal back, but it would have been nine one in the second period. And then they just like didn't play in the third. Like, I don't think they cared. But we got an ice hockey match between the Panthers, who are one of the best teams in the league, against the Sabres, who are one of the worst teams in the league. The over under is at seven. The Sabres can yeah. They're 25, 33, and 11. They can put up some points. And we all know the Panthers can. 47 and 15. I mean, probably the best team in hockey right now. Definitely top three up there with the Avalanche. Probably Tampa Bay, too. But I like the over at seven. Both teams, it's going to be a high-scoring match. I just love overs in hockey. If I'm talking about hockey, I'm taking the over, just so you know. Um, You talked about the Bruins, Jules. I'm going to pick them against the Blue Jackets. I don't know what their spread is. The spread... On ESPN is not there, but the Blue Jackets are no team to sneeze at. They're around 500. They're pushing for a playoff spot, but the Bruins, they're too hot right now. I mean, eight to one against the New Jersey Devils. What a slaughter in two periods. What a fucking slaughter. They're hot. They've been playing hot. Brad Marchand and David Pasternak are turning up at the perfect time. Taylor Hall has been looking really good recently, too. So I got Bruins money line. And then tomorrow night, Celtics play the Washington Wizards. They're 12 and a half favorites. I love the spread for them. They Jeez. they blow they blow out bad teams. I'm not even scared of taking the Celtics spread anymore. They blow out bad teams every single time they play. Jeez. All right. I got my other lock. The Hawks play the Nets tonight. Trey Young points 29 and a half. Over. I'm telling you. Hammer it. Everybody goes off against the Nets. Trey Young's been cooking right now. And they need to get some uh they need a win right now to jump them in the playoff and the playing. So I got Trey Young points over. That's a lock. All right. And then uh my UFO lock of the week will be happening in nine minutes. UNC? Kansas Kansas. Kansas money line. You're crazy. I Sorry, Zonova, but Justin Moore is just too big of a loss, I think. And those bigs, who's guarding those bigs? No one. Oh, yeah. My lock. Uh, my lock is going to be Andre Drummond over 10 and a half points. Lock, lock, lock of the week. 10 and a half? That's, that's so low. And I think Andre Drummond's been playing pretty good lately. And Clint Capella I mean, That's not a lot of points, but Andre Drummond doesn't score a lot of points. <laughs> that's my lock. All right. Reese, thanks for coming on the show today. Thanks for coming, bro. 
Anything to say before you leave? I would ask Reese if he wanted to get some picks in, but I know he's too drunk to look him up and he doesn't have any with him. So, you got any merch? You want to plug? You got any anything going on? You want to plug? I would take that that drumming over tonight too. <laughs> I, don't I don't I don't sports book, so I don't Jules know. Jules, how's he looking? Does he look dazed? Can you tell he's drunk or not? No, he's good. He's good. He's got dinner plans. Yo, yo, Reese is Reese is stepping up the drinking game. Let me tell you. I got a, I got a little dinner plan. You know, gonna get out of here, have a nice dinner. Oh my god. And then we see you at <laughs> hey, hey, I'd be interesting to see what uh what happens tonight, like. With with the Duke UNC game specifically, I think Kansas will take the other one. But like I said, the other one could go either way. Either way, so. All right, all right. To wrap up another episode, of the Arena Fifty One podcast. Thank you, Reese. I'm Julian Silva. Thanks for coming, Cole. Send him out. I'm Cole. Thanks, as Jules said. Appreciate you guys as always, and uh, we'll catch you on the next time. Peace out.
sounds 